All right, welcome. We are live. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. Right? It's Friday night. There I am. Share this out, share this out, share this out. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Share this out. It's Friday night. We're going to be talking about, you can see, the understanding of the way. Not just the way. We talked about the way on Wednesday, but we didn't actually explain what exactly does that mean. What is the way? Why is it there? What does it mean? Right? And what does it mean to all of us? So I want to get more involved in that today, and then we'll uh, get into right, the way and talking about that. Sorry, my phone is is uh, going off, right? So share this out, right? I'm live on Orion Rising. I'm live on my personal page on Facebook, and I'm also live on um, my YouTube channel, not the one that I was on before. Um, I forgot to pull it up. I'll pull it up before the before the show is over and put it in the chat for those of you that are on Facebook and uh, don't know about that. And I have a cat that's going absolutely insane right now, knocking everything off the edge of the world. She just <laughs> knocked down a glass bell and now she's smelling it. I don't know why, but she's going crazy. The energy is insane. She's going crazy over here, right? So show this out, show this out. I type it in the chat. Show this out, show this out, show this out, right? Okay, welcome. It's Friday. That's what we're going to be talking uh, about. Like I said, share this out to the world. Uh, you know, you can see that uh, the chat's going to the uh, YouTube channel. Okay, so what is the way, right? What is the way and what does that all that mean, right? We've talked about that. The way is the, the not only the way originally, like the Tao, which means the way. The Tao Te Chi means the book of the way. Um, and that's the Buddha. The, the, the way is, um, is the way to free your soul. But to free your soul... So living the way to try and figure out how to free yourself, you have to understand the laws of the universe, right? <clears throat> you need to know how the universe works and how the laws work in the universe to actually understand what it is, right? Michael Tellinger would be annoyed with me saying understand. He says, I stand under no one. Um, so um, getting or, or, the, or learning the knowledge, right? We have to retain, re retrain what we say away from that maritime ideology, right? I say understand all the time, which means stand under somebody. That means to be subservient to someone or submissive because you're standing under some other knowledge or someone, right? To understand. Well, you know, it, it actually means to, to get to the bottom of that. And that's how, but still standing under someone, that's like saying human. A lot of people have a problem with that because it has the word man in it. I get that. I get that because it, it says, uh, you know, we should say being because that's what we're trying to do. Right. The human part was a was a construct that goes back to 3000 years ago or even further back than that. More than likely, it goes back to a lot longer ago than that. When when, the, you know, the religions were selling you masculinity um, like the Hebrew religion and the, and the modern Judeo-Christian ideology, including um, including uh, um, uh, like, you know, all well, the big three, including the Muslim religion, which was spawned from the, the uh, Judeo-Christian or the Jewish religion uh, uh, that was spawned from, uh, you know, almost every passage starts with remember what Moses said. So that comes from Moses and the tablets, which Christianity comes from Moses and the tablets as well. The Hebrew religion comes from Moses and the tablets. All so those three religions, which happen to be the three largest religions, it's, it's you know debatable, but that's what they say on the planet right now as we speak. They're all based on a monotheistic single male god, male-dominated religion, male-dominated ideology. So you have that human, right? But what are we? We are beings. That has nothing to do with sex, right? It's unisex. We are being. So we should stop calling ourselves humans. 
right? Uh, or earthlings. I hate that. Take me to your leader, earthling. There's no such thing as an earthling. Earth uh, means means ground, like terra, terra firma. Terra is the planet of our, our uh, is the name of our planet, but that actually translates into English as earth or ground, right? The only time I ever saw where they where they actually addressed that, they didn't address it. They just did it. And if you had the knowledge and the wherewithal, you understood it. And that was in a, an old, old sci-fi movie from the 80s called The Last Starfighter. And in that, uh, the kid gets recruited because you are recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I still have that memorized. Those I read the book before I saw the movie. The book was better. Uh, the movie was great, but the book was better. The book was even more intense. Um, so the kid played a video game. And they were they were using the sword and the stone method, right? The Excalibur method of he who could draw the sword from the stone. Well, in the video game, it was he who could who could last and actually defeat. Um, Zur and the Kodan Armada on the video game would be able to be a star, a, a starfighter, a pilot that fought against uh, uh, Zur and the Kodan Armada. So once you defeated that in the game, the game would alert uh, a, a person and uh, somewhere an alien from somewhere else. That person came down and and um, basically absconded, kidnapped the kid, uh, and took him up there, and he ended up in the middle of this fight. Uh, but while he was there. He ended up getting teamed up with a lizard person, a Draco that was not evil. And um, when they were on board the, their spaceship, he says to his pilot, because he's the navigator and the pilot is the one who fires all the weapons, who's a human kid. He says, where are you from? He says, Earth. He says, Earth what? Because Earth means planet, ground. So he says, "We, I'm from planet. Planet what? Right? So that, that was the only time that I saw that where they put that in, but they didn't even explain it. He went, huh? And the guy in and Zerk, what was his name? It wasn't Zerk. What was his name? I can't remember. Grig, Griggs was his name, and um, he just kind of passed it off and went, "Okay, let's get ready." And you know, he didn't say anything else. But the kid was like, "Huh?" Because he says, "You know, I'm from Earth." He says, "Earth what?" <laughs> right? Because Earth meant means planet or or ground, right? So we're not from Earth, right? We're Terra. There's another name. We just don't know what it is because it's been taken away from us. So we don't know the name of our own planet. We call it Earth. That just means ground. That means planet. <laughs> right? So I'm from planet. Which one? What planet? Uh, I don't know. The third planet from Sol, our star. We don't, we don't even know how many people. More people not than not call it the sun. They don't even know that a star has a name. It's called Sol. <laughs> some people in some languages like Latin America, they call the sun Sol, S-O-L, Sol. That means sun. It means the star, Saul, right? But we go, oh, that means the sun. So we translate it wrongly into the word sun. It doesn't. That's the name of the star. They're saying it right. <laughs> We're saying it wrong. We're saying the sun, Saul, the star, because that's what that is. It's not the sun. It's not a sun. But the but the, it's there for another reason. The word sun is there for another reason that has to do with uh, the light bringer, right? The sun, the son of God. That's what the Jesus character and the, all the other hero characters. Uh, so the name does have a meaning, but it doesn't mean Saul the star. It's a religious meaning. It's a philosophical and a, and a, and a, a spiritual ideology, sun worship. Do you understand that? So, it, so the word given to it as sun uh, comes from a spiritual standpoint, and then, of course, a religious standpoint once the religion was was uh, corrupted. So all of this has to do with the way how? Well, the way was corrupted, right? So the way the universe works is that there are certain laws in the universe. We kind of have that 
uh, subconsciously in our minds, we all know, you know, that, well, I'm free. I have uh, freedom of choice. Where do we get that ideology from? That's not taught in any of the books. There's nothing in any passage that I've found anywhere that says God has given you the freedom of choice. Go look through the scriptures. Then we're in there. Does it say that you have your you have the freedom of choice? Some of the older scriptures that were taken out of the Bibles uh, kind of refer to that, and they kind of give you that ideology. They also talk about the the, the laws of the universe. That's why they were taken out of out of the uh, uh, Bibles. Okay, so that's why I say you should read all, every scroll that you can find, every Bible that you can find, every dust, t- dusty tome that you can find, even if people don't think they discredit it, because most of the actual books that tell about the laws of the universe have been discredited and taken out and removed, and they were trying to destroy them and burn them, because they understood that that knowledge that you would gain from that was the key. Okay to understanding what's going on here, now, always, forever. So that was taken from you, okay? That information was taken from you on purpose. There's a reason for that. So so the 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 way that the universe works are is by certain laws, and some have the like there's 12 or 20 or uh, something like that. And uh, you know what I mean? Uh, some of them are are they talk about the laws of karma. I should have pulled that up because I was reading that uh, not too long ago. And some of them, uh, you go, okay, that's that's from a um, uh, one of the religions. They put they try to put that together. I get that. Um, so it, it it is kind of that way. I mean, the, the because it's all encompassing. So there's more there's more basic laws than people believe that there is. Some people say that there's like in in uh, the law of one. Uh, they talk about I think ten or twelve. Uh, and then when you get into the, the Buddha text, the, the Tao, and you get into uh, the, the Zen and, and the Eastern philosophic thoughts, then there's more uh, more laws and, and sub-laws. There's a lot of sub-laws. There's a, the, the ton of the Bible, the Christian, uh, uh, Hebrew, Judeo-Christian Bible, is the whole Bible is full of laws. Dude, don't do this, don't do that. The Ten Commandments, uh, you know, never a lender or a borrower be, that kind of stuff. Don't cut, you know, cut your, don't cut your hair. Don't get tattoos. Uh, uh, don't eat pork. Don't do this. Don't do that. There's a lot of, uh, of, of things that people see as laws, right? Uh, that, that are in there, but they're not then universal laws. Those are, those are, uh, man constructed and you have to separate those. You have to be objectively, uh, um, idealistic in, in or at least in, uh, I, uh, objectively understanding the difference between universal laws that were created by the creation by the creator and that which was created by man unfortunately we uh, as as a as a race of people blur the line in between the two and we we take things that are mundane for instance the 10 commandments and we say god gave the 10 commandments well it would appear that God gave those uh, commandments to Moses when he was saw the the burning bush. However, there's there's uh, people out there, there's beings out there who warned that that was not true. For one, Raw warned that that's not true. Why? Because the universe was created and we had complete 100% autonomy. We had carte blanche, meaning we have the the, the ability to choose anything. So the Ten Commandments are nefarious by their very nature because they were given to us with commands, commandments. First of all, that word, you should you should uh, look up that word, see what it means. And then they go to thou shalt not this, thou shalt not that. Those are commonsensical laws. 
those are commonsensical laws that that our own uh, um, uh, conscience, uh, consciousness and conscience should contemplate. The ego is going to tell us to do those things that are bad, but then uh, the part of us, you know, the the, the uh, angel on the right shoulder is going to say, well, no, wait, that's not that's not good. You shouldn't do that. So those laws, even though uh, even though people would say that, you know, get mad at me and say, well, no, God gave those to Moses and blasphemer, blasphemer for saying that God would never tell you, you can't do this and can't do that. That's what, one of the laws that were created uh, by, and it, by, and you look this up in almost every scripture outside of modern Judeo Christian, which has been corrupted. We know that because they took out more Bibles than there are in it. So if there's Bibles, more Bible or more books out of the Bible, than there are in it that should tell you something. Okay. So, so you can't say that this thing is 100% accurate when they've edited it and it says in the bible not to yet they did it anyways do you understand so when you look at the the western judeo-christian bible you have to take it with a grain of salt there's a lot of books missing that humans took out for one reason or another at three different councils two at the council of nicaea some people say it is nice the council of nicaea one and two by Constantine. And then David, King David, also took out books and edited the books. Okay? So you need to understand that it was more than once. There was many times in history, and it's more than just those three, many times in history, they rearranged the Bible and took books out and added books in. So you have to you have to look at that and say, okay, they were, they were painting a narrative. What was that? Right? So those of you who are like like devout uh, church going to whatever religion that you're doing right now, more than likely it's a Western Judeo-Christian thought process. If you're in anything other than Eastern philosophical thought, uh, Hinduism or, or Tao or or uh, Zen or Buddhist or any of that, uh, because those are not those are more uh, not religions. They're more ways of life, and they've still kind of uh, kept that attitude. Uh, instead of being a religion, uh, that it's more of the way. It's more of, a, of an ideology uh, about your spirituality. So it's more of a spiritual path than it is a religion. Uh, and the rest of uh, the Western world has been corrupted 100%. Not saying they're not in the East, because they are too. Uh, you have to understand that, that anything that was uh, Judeo-Christian uh, was corrupted because they called all the churches even from the East uh, over. So everybody came from the West and from the East and went to the to the to the to the Middle East, right? To to David was there in in uh, uh, you know in Jerusalem, or I think he was in he might have been in uh, either way he was in Israel. Uh, and then so was you know Constantine at the time was I believe, and they were doing that in Africa uh, at the time uh, when when that happened. So they were they, but they were you know Alexandria, and then of course they burned all those records uh, after the church grabbed uh, copies of them and and they hid them. So you know there is the, there's a lot of scrolls, probably some that we haven't found yet that are in the archives of the Vatican. Right. And then probably other places as well. The, the fact that they tell you it's like it's like Area 54. The fact that they say the Vatican archives, what's there in the Vatican archives, they're keeping your attention there in Rome. 
at the Basilica. Do you understand? It's like when they say Area 54, Area 54, Area 54, right? So that so the, all this time, all these people are trying to sneak in and film and fly over Area 54. It would behoove me as the person in charge of secret shit in the in the government to move shit from there to another location and then leave fake shit there to pop up and keep people thinking about. Do you understand? That's what I would do. So I'm assuming if I'm smart enough to know that, that they were smart enough to know that as well. Okay. So when they, when they talk about the, the Basilica and they talk about the, the archives in Rome, yeah, I'm sure they have some stuff down there. They probably got a lot of stuff down there that are records. Right. But, I, but the, the truth and, and all of that shit that is hidden, that's not there anymore. They got it somewhere else. That's it's way somewhere else. Uh, and, and I'm sure there's some rich person who has an archive and has all these dusty scrolls and then has them all on microfish and then has them all on uh, DVDs and then has them all backed up, uh, uh, you know, uh, digitally and all this shit, uh, you know, uh, and it's all, uh, you know, uh, on some thumb drive and crap like that nowadays. OK, I don't believe that uh, that all of the information from the world is still uh, only in the Vatican, in those archives, guarded by no one with with weapons and a bunch of uh, Swiss guys standing around in in cartoon costumes that come from you know Alice in Wonderland uh, holding spears. Okay, I'm just not buying that. No, there is a a a, a you know a, a police department, quote unquote, military, uh, obviously. But I don't believe that there's anything worth a shit in those archives. There might be a few things down there, but it's it's mundane shit. That's probably you know the telling of the real history of history that has nothing to do with with spiritualism or some of the stuff might be there. But I really don't think that uh, all the stuff everyone thinks is there is there. Uh, just like I don't think that all the shit everybody thinks that is in Area 51 or or Groom Lake or any of that shit out in Nevada is actually there. Uh, is some of it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, there's probably military bases there underground. Yeah, I don't doubt that. Military bases all over the fucking place underground, right? The, the places that you wouldn't even think of. And that's where the shit's going to be, okay? I lived in Arizona, and I know there was a military base in the Sedona Mountains underground, okay? That's why I wrote that in my books, that the one of the entrances was the guardhouse that doesn't have a fucking uh, place. There's, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere, and no one's ever in it. Right. And so I'm like, that's a way in. You go in there and you pick up the phone and you dial a number like uh, back in the day and you go down an elevator like back in the day when you watched uh, Dragnet or, or uh, Get Smart. Get Smart. He did that. He went into a payphone and dialed a number and he went down, turned around, hung up the payphone and he was an elevator and he went down. That was uh, uh, in the intro. Right. I believe that more serious than I believe that there's nothing out there. So. You have to understand what is the way to understand what it is that we're supposed to be doing. Tony, welcome, right? If you guys are out there, you got to say hi. I just see numbers uh, on the screen, so I have no idea uh, who's here unless you guys tell me hi. So, Tony, welcome. Um, like I said before, show this out, show this out. So, so the way is the laws of the universe, not the laws of human beings. We wrote laws after that governing religions and that's why there's so many fractured religions uh in the world and that's one of the best tricks the devil ever pulled was getting everybody to split up the religions and fight over the same fucking god because that's what we're doing we have differences of opinion on how to worship said god and so therefore we're going to war against each other uh over that when when that's not even the the the, the big picture that we should be paying attention to do you understand 
that's the same thing with uh, politics and people like, oh, we need to remove uh, uh, religion for the, you know, the, the church and state. You know who brought that up? The devil. You know why? Because a state, because of, of politics, is the religion of evil people. They don't want religion in there. They don't want they don't want good religion involved in their politics. That's why they have the, the separation of church and state. They go, oh, no, the church, quote, unquote. And then, of course, who's in charge of the church? The same fuckers that are in charge of the money and back on the politicians. Politicians are when you have a, when you have a title as a politician, I am king. I am, I, you know, in parliament. I am in the, you know, in the government, the House of Representatives in America or the or the Senate in America. That's just a fucking sub priestly title. That's like being a vicar in the Catholic Church. You're not quite the priest. Right. You're the junior priest. You can do everything the priest does. and You do priestly shit, but you don't have the title. That's the same thing. Rich and elite people and these politicians are career politicians and they have a, a, a sub priestly title. I won't give them the priestly title because the priestly title is the rich fuckers with all the money that are making shit happen. OK, that's what their power is. Their base is is the caste system and the one person on top. And they're always fighting over each other who's to, is climbing over each other as to who the one is that's in charge. And they try to work together and they can only do that for so long because everyone wants to be in charge. That's the one thing you can count on about evil is that they will eventually eat each other because Amanda, welcome, welcome. Um, good morning to Amanda. You must be on the other side of the planet. If it's morning for you, you're, you're behind me. Uh, you know, when I say that behind me is only because the 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 uh, the, the uh, de international dateline is there, which makes you 16 to 18 hours ahead of me, right? So good morning. <laughs> That's why I always say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, uh, because you're in one of those categories if you're tuning into the show live, and even if you're listening to it, you're still in one of those categories, right? So. So you have to understand that that's a religion. You have to understand that money, power, politics is a religion. The religion of money, the religion of capitalism, the religion of not just capitalism, but any kind of, uh, of oligarchy. If you have humans, beings, who are in charge, and usually 90% of them are evil, and you know that. Let's be serious. Maybe not 90. It's got to be, it might be 80, 20. They try to make it 100%. There's not 100% of evil people in every government. If there were, they would already be trying to take over like they're trying to take over now, but they would have succeeded because they wouldn't have had any kind of opposition whatsoever other than the humans. The fact that they haven't declared martial law and started killing humans says two things. One, not all of them are evil, and some of them are like, are you fucking crazy? That'll cause a civil war. And the people, the population, is not enough evil people because they'd go for it, right? So the people are like, what? No, well, we're just going to have to overthrow that government then, aren't we? And that's what will happen if they get too, too violent, and they know that. So they have to try and make people violent so they can justify killing them to the rest of the people and say, well, look, they attacked us first. We just defended ourselves. Because if they come in and attack you, especially nowadays, there's cameras everywhere. Everybody's got a cell phone. They can't get away from, uh, of the shit that they just massacre people like they've done in the history since the beginning of time. Why is that? Okay. That has all of this has to do with the way the laws of the universe work. You guys need to understand and be objective about the reality of this. It is not good versus evil at all. That has been put together by evil people. You need to understand that. There is no war going on where we're fighting this war against evil. They're fighting a war against us. Okay, They are fighting a war against good and righteous people. 
There is no war uh, between good and evil. It was never created that way. It's not created that way for any uh, purpose whatsoever. Denise, welcome. Um, it is it is not good versus evil. Okay, it is evil versus good. And if you're a good person, and if you are a spiritual person, then you understand. Especially if you're an adult, you understand that you do not need to fight them to win. And if you doubt me, look in history. Every time someone has fought against evil by force, they have been crushed almost utterly, except for when their cause was a righteous cause, even though they were evil people. And here I talk about the landowners who didn't like paying another 1% tax to the king of England, because that's what the whole Boston Tea Party what was over, by the way, was a the tax was 1% and the king was raising it 1%. So it became a 2% tax and America seceded against and, and turned and, and revolted against the king and became their own free country because of the 2% tax. And now they raise your taxes by 4 to 10% every other fucking day. Our taxes in America are almost 40% now. I remember a time 25 years ago when you would go to jail for the rest of your life for taxes at 25%. The same thing with interest on a credit card. Your credit card interest is 29 to 35%, and that would put the people in jail for life as a felony in this country 30 years ago. Do you understand? And, and that is 30%. 1% tax caused the United States to become a country. 30% increase in taxes all the time. And no one cares about it because they have got you convinced that there's a couple of things that can't happen, right? One, you can't overthrow them. They'll tell you that. And two, they'll come get you if you talk about it and kill you and claim that you did something wrong unless you have enough people and cameras. So that's why these days it's harder for them to just mass bump people off like they tried to do at Ruby Ridge. And we talked about that on Wednesday and Waco, Texas. Okay. They got away with that because there wasn't people filming it. Had the people there been filming what was happening to them would have been a different story because you would have saw the dialogue that happened between and all of the shit the FBI claimed happened. You'd have had cameras showing you that it was different. So they couldn't have gotten away with it. And that's why they don't do it now. Okay. Nothing's changed. Same people are still being in militias and doing the same shit in this country. And they're still survivalists teaching people uh, on mass uh, hidden in the woods uh, because that's where you would want to learn that shit, not in the, in the big city. You don't want to learn. You don't want to have classes at a fucking school to teach people that shit because the sooner, the second you run outside and, and do these things outside, the cops show up and they kill everybody or arrest you all because you're bearing firearms in the city and you're running around like as if you're taking shit over. They pass laws against that. So you can't do that in the city. So these people that are out there in the woods, everyone's like, oh, crazy people go out in the woods to train. It's the only place they can do it legally. And they're trying to stop that. Think about it. You need to look this shit up. Right? All right. So Denise says, to backtrack, is there a Bible out there? Let's put this up on the screen. This is an interesting question. Is there a Bible out there that nothing was taken out of or edited in any way? No. No, there is not. Every Bible has been edited, even though I found a Bible that's supposed to be a, a, one of the oldest Bibles from Scotland. That one was uh, was edited. The first seven books were scrolls that came out of uh, out of uh, the Exodus, out of Egypt. 
and they took those and copied them, got a hold of them, and added them to their Bible with the next six books that they had. So, so there you go. It was already edited. So every Bible has been edited. That's why you need to read the scrolls that have been taken out. Because those were taken out of the original Bible. They were in the original Bibles and then removed. See, anything that was removed, you have to say why was it removed. So there is no Bible that I'm aware of. You could find like the Tao Te Ching, which is the Book of the Way, hasn't been edited. And that was written in 604 uh, BCE, right? There's Mike in the in the audience there, right? De La Pena. What's up, brother? He was my co-host there on, uh, uh, or I'm his co-host, however you want to look at it. We're co-hosts of uh, Skull Island. And we were talking about the way then, but we were really more talking about uh, uh, modern and what you can do uh, living the way to stop and keep off, you know, the evil people. But we didn't really describe what the hell the way was. Right. So that's what I'm kind of doing today. So, no, there isn't Denise. And she says, wow, no, there's not a Bible out there that hasn't been edited. And there's no religion out there that has not been corrupted into the caste system. Okay. There is only the ideologies of the way. So Eastern philosophical thought is a little bit less corrupted uh, because they don't have modern churches so much, but they still, I mean, you know, synagogues, but they're still there. They still have that stuff because there is still a structure, but it's not as corrupt as the Western. That's why you'll never see an American Pope because it's too corrupt here. They believe that even the Roman Catholics here are too liberal for Roman Catholicism. And I was a Roman Catholic in America, in California. And they're right. If you look at their laws and the way they are in Rome, it's still fucking 2,000 years old and women are fucking property. Okay? So, yeah, it's different now. <laughs> right? Right? So, uh, you know, what, what? that's that. Okay. So, so you have to look at all of those books and see what's left in them. And then you have to go find out what was taken out and go find those. And because of the Dead Sea Scrolls, we have most, not all. I'm sure there's stuff that we're going to uncover at some point. We're going to discover other books that were hidden uh, at some point. And that is completely up to the universe. If that's supposed to happen, it will, uh, just like the Dead Sea Scrolls. That's why we encourage you all the time. If you listen to myself and Aaron uh, and Mike and, uh, and Norma, uh, we encourage you all the time to read as much as you can from these other uh, dusty old tomes because there you, you need to know all that knowledge because there, there's some books that are in, like like I said, the, the Colburn Bible in Scotland has uh, has books in there that are not in, in the regular Bible, especially the first few where they talk about the other uh, uh, prior to the deluge. Other times when Earth was almost wiped out of humans. So two more events that happened that we have corroborated in science and knowing about, in including the Younger Dryas. And then after that, 75,000 years ago, uh, the meteor strike. And then not too long after that, the volcano that erupted uh, that almost wiped out the, the Earth as well. We know that those things happened in history. And then we find scrolls that tell about it. Okay, so there are scrolls that are that exist from people who wrote it down from that time that survived that. Those are important to know. It's important to to realize that there's a scroll or scrolls out there that go before the deluge, because most of all of Western philosophical and, and spiritual thought doesn't have anything prior. 
And when you listen to uh, when you listen to the the Aborigines everywhere, the United States, Canada, anywhere in the in in the world, Australia especially, they'll tell you that this is the seventh time. So that means that six times before now, they're aware of six other times where the world was destroyed or close to it, and the human race was almost taken out. In in the Eastern philosophical thought, you, you hear the same thing in. In the Budo thought process, I just watched a, 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 a Sufi not too long ago who was talking about this, that we're in a seven-generation war. People are starting to understand that, right? This is the seventh generation. Okay, so this is the seventh time that the planet has been occupied by us, and six times prior, we almost all died off completely, all right? And now we're in the seventh one. So, those, so there is knowledge of six other times where the world was almost destroyed, the last of which was the deluge, the flood. So that was just one, right? And then there was five other ones before that or six other ones before that. Do you understand? Or, or five other ones, and that was the sixth, and we're now in seven, right? So welcome to everybody that's here. Welcome, uh, Allison. Welcome, Denise. I already said Denise, didn't I? I didn't say Allison. Welcome, Allison. So so you have to realize that that there's more knowledge out there that people are talking about that that we just don't know and we were discovering even the the Dead Sea Scrolls even though they were discovered in the 40s like 1949 I believe is when when they were discovered they didn't understand them no one really understood them until now as my microphone keeps falling down further and further and I'm going down more and more to follow it um, most people didn't understand these scrolls at all until recently do you understand? And now more people are starting to understand what these scrolls mean nowadays. But they didn't understand them. I didn't even understand them. So you have to be at a certain vibratory pattern. You have to be at a certain, sorry, I'm, I'm looking around because I, I can see in the other room that my mother had gotten up and was moving around. I want to make sure she wasn't going to open the door because I didn't turn the alarm on. So you have to understand that there's more knowledge out there than these books will ever tell you. You don't hear, if you go to any church or synagogue for any of these religions, you don't hear them talking about anything prior to the deluge. And they only you give you the deluge because they say God was mad at all of us and he tried to destroy us because we were sinners. That's a lie in and of itself. Okay. The deluge happened because it happened. Right? That wasn't God angry with us. They want you to believe that God is angry with you all the time. If you look at the Hebrew religion, the entire religion is based on guilt. It's based on guilt. Every part of it is guilty. You're guilty. You're a sinner. You did something bad. You're not worthy. Never. You're never worthy. And the Christian religion follows right in with that. And so does the Muslim religion. You're never worthy. The Eastern philosophical thought teaches you the opposite way that you are worthy and that you need to become worthy. Do you understand that? So the Eastern philosophical thought or spiritual thought and spiritual way is still a little bit less corrupted than the Western philosophies are. The Western spiritualities, especially Western Judeo-Christian reality and their philosophy is that you're not worthy of anything. You're a sinner. Your Women are sinners because of the original sin. What the fuck was the original sin? Knowledge. The original sin was knowledge. Eve bit the fruit that gave her the knowledge God was hiding from us. Why would God be hiding knowledge from us? 
God created us because God wanted us to have every experience there was, except you got to be fucking stupid and you can't know shit. I don't buy that. So that part of the Bible is an, is is a is a is a parable at best. And it's not what it's trying to tell you. It's trying to tell you that the knowledge was unlocked. We shouldn't be looking at Lilith as if she the, the Lilith who, who who was the first female. We shouldn't be looking at her like a whore. She was defiant. She wanted to learn. Oh, we can't have that. I need her to shut the fuck up and be subservient. Why? Because in the religion that we're trying to sell you, the men are in charge and women are property and shut the fuck up. And they've kept that going all the way over here into the United States, literally to, to fucking the 60s before women got the right to fucking vote, whenever that was. I think it was before that. It was before the 60s. It was in the 40s, whenever it was, the 30s. Still, it was in the fucking 20th century, for fuck's sake. 2,000 years after Christ died, women still had no fucking rights, mostly on this planet. And that's not what Jesus preached at all. That was what was usurped when after when Jesus was out of the picture, usurped by the by the, the apostles who took control of the religion and immediately turned it into Hebrewism, where women were nothing but property because they were trying to convert Jews. So they just did that and then they left it that way for the rest of time. They called Mary Magdalene, who was the wife of Jesus, a whore. Any woman who was uh, outspoken and was in any way strong, they called a whore. Think about it. Lilith, Mary Magdalene, I'm sure that they, they, if they didn't need a holy Mary, mother of God, as the, as the Christians call her, then they would have had her be a whore too. Do you understand? So it's crap. It's crap to, to, to deter women to shut up. And then they had the, the uh, witch's hammer, right? I forgot what it's called in, in Latin. They created a book that taught men how to silence women who had a, their own opinion and were thinking and, and self and paying, paying attention to their own will and their own thoughts. Shut the fuck up. You're a witch. You're evil. And you need to die to shut up everybody else, to scare them into submission. Think about that. That's what the, mo the modern religion did all the way until the 40s, 30s here in America as well. Do you understand that? Right. Amanda said, I've never understood the religions that tell me that God loves me unconditionally and then on the next page judges me for my choices. God would never do that. I'm going to put that up on the screen. Right? God would never do that. Right? So even here, let's backtrack a little bit. Mike says, he says, truth, uh, truth is most likely that they all have in common, what they all have in common, love, kindness, generosity are always right are always allowed now you have to understand that that's the part of the religions they couldn't corrupt but amanda you're absolutely right so yeah denise said so true right and it so you have to realize that the part of that this goes back to hebrewism is the is the guilt trip right and that's the guilt trip of the ten commandments thou shalt not this thou shalt not those are sensical those are human. Think about the, the, the commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Yeah, that's a bad idea. God doesn't need to tell me that. We should all know that our conscience, our conscience tells us murder is bad. Do you understand? Thou shalt not steal. Again, your conscience. 
if you are a good person in service to others, killing, stealing, having sex with your brother's wife or anybody else's wife, lying and bearing false witness about all of the Ten Commandments, and you know, even though you will have no other God above me. Now, why would God be so paranoid? Why would God be so paranoid to stoop to a human egoic mind trip to be concerned when he's given everybody freedom of choice to be concerned that everyone is going to choose someone else besides him when you're created to do just that you're created to fuck up screw up and learn from mistakes without mistakes we don't learn okay we don't learn by getting our way we learn by not getting our way do you understand Think about all the things you've learned in life. The ones that you that you learn and keep in your head are the ones that you did where you came up against a brick wall and then you had to figure out why I didn't get that. I didn't get my way. Why? Do you understand? So why would God then say, uh, on one hand, you're, you're free to do whatever and you're beautiful and you're a soul. Uh, but But then, on the other hand, say you did some shit wrong. You're fucking up. You're not worthy. You can't do anything right. Those are the lies that were interjected. Anything that is negative in any way was not originally part of any Bible because God would not ever say anything negative to or about you or anything you do. You have complete choice of free will to do whatever you want. And in the eyes of God, if you murder, rape, and and pillage, you're serving a purpose. Because evil has to be here for us to be see the difference between good and bad, right and wrong, and learn from that. We don't like people murdering people. I know someone who got murdered, or myself, I got murdered in a past life, whatever. I, I don't like being a slave. I was, I was beaten down, and I was a slave, and I was raped and pillaged. You don't like that. You know that it's wrong. Do you understand? So it has to be here to serve as a bad example, so we have to have it. So there has to be good and evil. So it's not good versus evil. We're not fighting a war. We're coexisting in a place where both are supposed to be here and people can choose to be either that they wish to be. You have to get past this whole ideology, this childlike thought process of I'm fighting against evil and I have to get up and put on my armor and I have to fight. No, you put on your armor because you have other humans trying to murder you. You're not fighting evil. You're not fighting that evil. That evil is there to serve you. Do you understand that? Right? And yes, Denise says that, you know, and we are all, and we are already forgiven for all of our mistakes. Correct. We are supposed to make mistakes. We are children. Mistakes are part of the only way we learn. You have to understand that. So why would God judge us for making a mistake? If you make a mistake and you pretend that it was a mistake, you're lying, right? Oh, I didn't. I, I'm sorry. I didn't know that killing wasn't a thing. It was bad. Yes, you do. Everyone learns that really early in life. Okay. That stealing is bad. Lying is bad. Bearing false. All the 10 commandments, which are human constructs, not a God, human constructs, right? We learn those things. And if we don't, we make the mistakes, again, like Mike's saying, learning from mistakes is the focus, right? Let's put this up on the screen. Learning from the mistakes is the focus. The problem is when we 
right? When we, what does that continue the mistake and never learn, right? If you continue doing the mistake over and over and you don't learn from it, you know, you're doing it after the, 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 that's why they say, you know, fool me once, shame on me or fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Because the first time you fool me, shame on you for doing it, but you did it on purpose. It was nefarious. The second time that happens, shame on me for allowing you to do it a second time. So that's why they say that. So that if you do something and it is a mistake and you go, wow, I won't do that again, but then you choose to do it again, you've chosen to do something you know is wrong because you learned it the first time you did it. Do you understand? So we do, We when kids are, are, are evil, they haven't made the choice yet. As soon as they get into society and they get corrupted by the society, it starts. So that's why babies don't do that. But when we start walking and talking and we get out there and deal with other humans, the lies start, the cussing starts, all of the all of the ego starts to kick in at some point in your development. And the ego starts telling you what to do and you start listening to it as a child. Then your soul will kick in. If you have a soul that's in service to others and you've already chosen that, you will learn from your mistakes quicker than those people who haven't made a choice or who have made a choice to be evil and they're trying to pretend they're not because evil always hides. They're not outright openly evil because if they are, everyone knows it. So it's not it's not Pirates of the Caribbean in a Disney movie where all the pirates dress a certain way and you can tell the pirates because they're dirty and they have dirty teeth. <laughs> evil people are beautiful. And they look just like me and you and everyone else until they fucking stick you with something and skewer you. Do you understand? Or they rip your heart out. And that's when you go, what the fuck was that about? Oh, that person's narcissistic. They're about themselves. Do you understand? So, right. And Mike said it again. When you continue to do the destructive behavior, the second that you do it a second time or a third time or a fourth time, it's a pattern. Do you understand? So, all of the Ten Commandments and that whole ideology and them saying, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, don't do that. That's not from God. That's from a human and more than likely a man. Do you understand? Okay, so so everything is going to be pointed towards the Godhead being a man, not a woman. In that religion, you get to the religions of the North, right? The Norse religions and the pagan religions and the Celtic religions. Most of those were the dual aspect of a male-female God, Goddess or the androgynous. It's Judeo-Christian, the Jewish religion, the Hebrew religion, the Christian religion, which spawned from that, the, the uh, Muslim religion, which spawned from that. Those big three religions, which have about, you know, four billion people on the planet that claim that they follow those four, are the most corrupt, and they're monotheistic, and they are uh, only out for men to prosper and women not to. I'm being honest. I'm a Christian minister and was knighted by the Roman Catholic Church. And I'm being objectively honest about the ideology. That's why Luther left. who didn't want his ideology to be called Lutheranism, but it is. He left because of that. That's so you can look at other Christian doctrines that broke off from the originals. And those are the ones that are that are more the way Jesus was trying to teach. So you have these Muslim religions who've broken away from that ancient Muslim way. You have these Christian religions that have broken away from that whole women are shit and can't be clergy. All of that has changed. That's why you'll never see a, 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 a American Pope, because they've changed their ways and they're more like the way that 
those people in France were that was that, that got slaughtered by the Roman Catholics because after Mary showed up there because they started the religion that Jesus was actually teaching. And then they got big enough to where they were claiming that those in Rome were not true. And Rome heard about it and went and slaughtered them all and tried to murder them all and kill off everybody. They killed over 2 million people in the south of France to eradicate the religion purely because they disagreed with Rome's ideology of how the religion should be. Sorry, I'm drinking some juice as well as my co as well as coffee. Yes, Allison said communication is the key. Do you understand that? And it's true in everything, in in relationships, in religions, in everything, even in politics, everything. Even though politics is a religion of evil people mostly, uh, but communication that's that's like that's like saying you know she says communication is the key. The only way that that could be even better is if I said knowledge is the key, right? That's that's the only way her sentence could be improved, right? That's how that's how important that is. Knowledge and communication is the fucking way, right? It's the only way. So we have to understand that. We have to realize that, and that is, you know, the way. So you have to understand that there's a lot of laws that we think because they're in these dusty tomes, we think, oh, well, God must have wrote that. No, right? I mean, you know, Mike's always saying, read the red words. Those are the ones that are spoken by Jesus. All the black words are shit humans wrote. Okay, so that's in the New Testament. So, so there, there's an example. The New Testament, when they printed that, they wanted people to understand this is Jesus speaking here, or this is God speaking here, and then all the other shit was story that somebody wrote between one and four hundred years after Jesus was dead. So you need to understand that. Okay, you need to understand that the New Testament is not Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the dudes that were with Jesus. It's stories written by someone, and they may. We don't know. We don't know. Now the mic's too high, right? And we don't know for certain when they were written originally. So we know that they were the books that we have were, were actually scribed between 100, because Mark was written in 100 uh, A.D. The other ones were written between that and 400 A.D. when, when uh, John was, was finally written. And Luke was first, then Matthew. Then and so it was Matt. It was instead of being Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the way they have it, it was it was uh, uh, Matthew. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Mark, Matthew, John, Luke. That's how they were written. But that's not how they're placed in the Bible. So people need to understand that, right? Yeah, Tony said it got a little confusing. You're being on both. Hold on. It got a little confusing. You're being on both channels live, right? I understand watching this uh, this channel, but no one was here when I went to your other channel. Uh, but the the viewers uh, uh, dropped, so I, I figured you had, you had a lot, must must be here. That's funny. I, I apologize for that. Yeah, right. I know. I have. Uh, there's three places that I'm live right now, and I think the only ones that actually count if you go to. Uh, my personal page on my wall and you click it on there. I don't think you get in the chat. I'm not sure if you get in the chat here and then show the numbers. So I'm going to, I may stop. I may not put it on there. I, the only reason I did that because that way the people that follow me would get a notification that I was live because some people follow me and they don't follow Orion rising. Um, so that's probably what happened is you went to one and there wasn't anybody there. And you came over here. That's funny. So, so, so you have you have to realize that anything that was written in any of these dusty tomes that in any way says you're not worthy or that you're the problem, uh, you are the kind of the problem, but 
but the way they say it is always, you know, uh, they'll tell you that you're going to go to hell if you masturbate. God didn't say that. God never said that. Okay. You're going to go to hell if you cut the hair on the side of your heads. God never said that. You're going to go to hell if you get a tattoo. God never said that. Those are man laws that they wrote because people didn't like, they wanted conformity. So they were stopping people. Because if you look at the, the, the uh, Muslims, in their religion, it says, don't cut the hair on the side of your heads. Let it grow long. And then you look in the Hebrew religion, it says, get a haircut, motherfucker. Right? So, so, but originally it didn't say that. Originally it said, don't cut the hair. So those of you who cut your hair, I cut my hair. That, that's a sin, according to the, to the Western Judeo-Christian Bible and the Muslim Bible. That's a sin. I cut my hair. I could go, I'm going to go to hell now. I shaved. Right there, are, there are places, countries where you can go to jail if your beard isn't long enough. Those are man laws, not God laws. God's not going to tell you how you have to look, because God created us to have complete freedom of choice to do whatever we want to do. So when people are putting shit in their faces and metal here and there, and God's not going to say, "Oh, that's it, you can't come into my house. You got a bone in your nose. What are you stupid?" That's not going to happen. You need to understand that. Right? Let me get, I have shit popping up on the screen here. Denise says, uh, the nuns, yeah, the nuns, you got to watch out for them. You're a recovering Catholic like me. The nuns used to tell me I was going to hell. What a horrible thing to say to a child. Absolutely. What a horrible thing to say to a child. You're going to go to hell. That's what they, and they tell you that it's this most evil place that is, that hell is a choice. That people make hell. What is hell? Let's let's talk about that. There was no hell before, right? Yeah. Amanda says, "Wow, it's just fear to to con to conform, isn't it? It's for you to conform." Yes, they're, pl they're planting fear in your head for you to conform to whatever it is that they're saying without question. Do you understand? So the priests raped you. Shut up. You're going to go to hell. You shouldn't have dressed the way you did. You're it's your fault. They do that in Scientology too. They'll rape a girl, and then they explain to her how she made that guy rape her. Well, you know, you dressed kind of, and you were in here, and you kind of got it into space, and, you know, how was he not to take that and think that you were coming on to him sexually, and it's your fault, little girl. Shut up. Okay, and if you don't like it, we're going to lock you in a, in a fucking isolation shed, because that's what they do to people they don't like. Okay, so the same thing happens in these religions. Right. Do what I tell you to do. Shut the hell up and conform. You, yeah. You know what? You shouldn't have been sexy. You shouldn't have been in the room alone with this guy to begin with. Then they move the guy to another place so that nobody knows him there. And then they tell you to shut up. Right. And then they deny that it ever happened and nobody's going to listen to you. And then by that time, you're not telling your parents when you get home anyways. Most women don't talk about rape as it is, let alone having it done by a priest or a nun or a whatever somebody in the church that was supposed to be the youth auxiliary head or whatever. Do you understand? It's bad enough for women just being raped by family members and friends of family or strangers. But now you have school that you go to and the shit's happening to you. there a place where it's supposed to be a place of God. That'll fuck your head up even worse than if you just get beat up on the street and raped. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. The pit, Mike says the pit created for holding powerful spirits. Anybody who's defiant, anybody who's who's nonconformist, they, they got to put you somewhere until you conform. That's what they do. 
Right. That's why, yeah, Denise said, that's why they put that up on the screen. That's really good, Denise. That's why it's not about Christianity anymore. It's about spiritualism. And that's what it should be. That's what Jesus was teaching. That's what Muhammad was teaching. That's what Moses was teaching. All of the big three that they based the big three religions on, those three prophets, two of which were, were obviously uh, uh, sent by God, Moses too, because he freed the Jews, their entire way of life was not, was not a religion and neither was neither was the the buddha nor the Tao. those men never never wanted and the the guy who created the buddha the buddha who created buddhism was not trying to create a religion but a spiritual way of life and that's what jesus was doing and that's what muhammad was doing every single person in every religion that we have today who created that religion did never never ever intended it to be a religion Okay, so that so I don't blame you or anyone else. And I would say the truth is that that is the way. Okay. And he said, that's why. Yeah, that's why I was reading the same thing he said again. That's why it's not about Christianity. No, it's not. You can follow Jesus with the Christianity, but it's not about the religion. Right. The religion is a money making scheme for your asses to sit in the seat and pay a tithing to them. And if they can get you to pay more than, you know, a 10 percent tithing because you're going to the church, they'll do it that way. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to work. They get paid. You pay for all their clothes. You pay for their housing. You pay for everything they eat. You pay for their education. You pay for everything so they don't have to do anything to work. And because they're giving their life to God, God's providing by having your asses sit in the seat and paying for it. And then they only tell you what they want you to know. They don't teach you spiritualism, personal spiritualism. They don't teach you that you're supposed to ascend. They teach you only through the church. And those are words that are in the Bible. I know that. Okay. On the on the second or third year in September, it's about relationship. And October is about serving the church. Okay. So they teach you that service to the church is what you're about, not service to the Lord, not service to yourself, not service to others, but the church first, because they want you doing what the church is telling you to do. And that's not ascension. That's not only through the church can you be saved. That's like saying only through the jab, the jibber jabber, are we going to have a herd immunity? That's a fucking lie. Herd immunity is created by touch, by people who have, that's why they're going around now and testing people. I don't know if you guys know this, but they're going randomly knocking on doors and they're asking if they can come in and take your blood to see if you have antibodies. Why? They're trying to see how many people have antibodies to plan the next event. If they can get a current uh, account and show that there's a probably half of the people that have antibodies, they're going to ramp COVID up in a couple of months. Mark my words. They're already starting you on the on the path. Every day they talk about China and how much China has COVID all, all going again. And every time China has that, we're next. Isn't that what they're already telling us? They're already telling us that on the news. So they're getting you prepared. And now they're going around to see how many people have antibodies. Because if enough people have antibodies, they can't scare you because no one's going to get it. And if they do, it's going to be a cold. So they need to take a test. And they need to go out and find out per capita how many people have antibodies to COVID. Because if, if too many people have it, no one's going to buy their bullshit scheme and they're going to have to come up with another plan. Do you understand? This is currently happening. Being objective and understanding 
religion and the way helps you to understand their cult, their religion, power, money, control, politics, news, big tech. All of that is control of you. They make all the apps. You do what they tell you to do in the apps. They're selling you on, I can't cook my own food by going to the store and getting my own food. I have to order it and have it sent to my house, and then I can cook it for myself. And if I'm too fucking lazy, I can order food that I don't have to cook. I can put in the microwave. They Then they also are telling you, put your money in the bank. Don't have anything. Don't own anything. Pretty soon, you're not going to own anything, but you're all going to be happy because we're going to own everything, and we're going to give you shit for free to make you feel good. Do you understand where this is going? Do you understand what this is about? You have to realize it's about power and control. Okay. They want total control of every aspect of your life. Like you're a robot. They want you to get the shot. Why? Why is this so important? What is in this shot that is so important that they're doing that? They're saying everyone has to have it. There has to be something nefarious in it, or they wouldn't be pushing it this hard. Period. Period. We're doing this for your own good, damn it. That's a fucking lie. It's a fucking lie. Because now that everyone realizes that what I was saying and everyone else was saying two and a half years ago, it's a cold. It's never been anything more than that. It's just a, it's just a big cold. It's a really uh, infectious cold because they created it. Let's be serious. They created it and they made it really, really fucking uh, deadly to people who have problems. The fat people, right? Elderly people. People that have comorbidities, they call them, right? Anyone who has already has all kinds of autoimmune diseases, they're thinning the herd out. Do you see what's happening? Weird. Isn't that weird that only the people, the people that are affected the worst are the ones who are what? Old, fat, and probably on Social Security and on Medicare and Medi-Cal and Medicaid and all kinds of stuff where they're getting free shit from the government. Do you understand? Those are the people that this is targeting and killing. The big disease they had prior to that was AIDS. And who did that target? That targeted mostly minorities, blacks, Hispanics, and Asians who were gay. Europeans, they find, and that's why they shut the whole thing up. If you're European and you have bloodline from Europe and your parents on both sides were European and, and that bloodline goes all the way back to the plague, you're immune to it. And guess what? If you have that marker, you're also immune to fucking getting COVID. Look it up. Okay. COVID attacks what? More people that are brown, black, and Asian. And the only white people that attacks is the ones that are on their deathbed, all the fucking uh, baby boomers who are sucking up all the money from the government, thinning out the herd. Do you understand? That doesn't happen randomly in, in nature. Nature doesn't go after one race over another. Nature is equal opportunity for all, for all uh, DNA. So if you have a certain DNA that's immune to something, there's a reason for that. And it's usually nefarious. It's usually by design. Okay. These are the objective things that when you are objective with your reality, you can look at and say, you know what? A regular common cold doesn't care if you're black, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, German, Irish, Scottish, or English. You just fucking get it. Because somebody had it and they were around you. That's nature. 
Okay. Anything else that targets someone, that means it was designed. Nature doesn't target races. So if you find something that happens, sickle cell anemia, that only targets black people. Yeah. And I'm supposed to believe that nature found a disease that only targets Africans. Not fucking buying that for a second. Okay. So anything, yeah, de- to decrease the population, Denise says. It's the truth. That is the truth. There are whistleblowers that talk about that and they went to jail, most of them under Barack Obama, who tried to come out and say, we created AIDS, we created anthrax, we created all this stuff that's killing people, the bird flu, H1N1, and, and the avian flu, and the, the swine flu. We, we did that in a laboratory. Jail. Shut the fuck up. Ruined them. You can look that up. I'm not making this up. Okay? There's a woman out there with blonde hair. She's probably gray now. She claimed that she's the one who invented AIDS. She's the one who who made AIDS work in humans. She's also the one that made anthrax work in humans. Bad cow disease work in humans. And she was working for Anthony Fauci at the time. And he stole her stuff away from her because she made a cure for AIDS. And he took it from her and buried it. She went to jail when she tried to say it. And then we paid him, made him a lord over all of our uh, well-beings. And we're listening to him, the person who created and paid people to create these diseases that he's claiming that he didn't have anything to do with. And there's people that went to jail because they said, Anthony Fauci was my boss, and that was my job. They went to jail for it, to shut him up. That's not a lie. I'm not making that up. You can look that up. I implore you to look that up. So why would all of that be? Well, to thin out the herd every single time. AIDS was created to go after anyone who was not European with the, with the marker. They designed it to make sure that they were immune to it. That just like, uh, you know, getting the chicken pox after you get it, it's still in your system. And then the only thing that could happen to you is you might end up with shingles. Do you understand? So you would get AIDS and it's just you just have it and it's just in your system, but you don't die from it. And that was proven. It was published in a magazine, right? One of the health magazines. I was sitting in a doctor's office and I'm one day 10 years ago and I started reading the magazine and this guy's telling the story of living in San Francisco and being homosexual and all of his partners died of AIDS, three of them. But he didn't have it didn't die. And so he went and get tested and the doctor said, you have AIDS. He said, I'm. Never had any issues. He said, that's weird. Let's look into that. So they looked into it and they found that he had the marker from the bubonic plague. That was the black plague that killed off 25% of the population of Europe. And they found that everyone who had that marker that were European and that all their family was European, like the rich elites are, and they don't, they don't breed with people who aren't Europeans. Okay. And they control their bloodlines like the people in England do, like the, the heads of the state for all governments that we know about. Think about that now. They control their bloodlines and that marker they all have. And guess what? They're immune to AIDS. And guess what? They're immune to dying from uh, COVID. I'm not making this up. Look it up. You can still find it. It's still out there, but you can't Google it because Google's on, on page. They're on point with them. So when you try to Google it, you will only find, you say, how many, you can't even do it. the CDC, go to the CDC and say, how many people died of influenza last year? And what you get is COVID numbers. 
they start talking COVID. You can Google that and say the same thing. And they talk COVID. They don't tell you who died from regular flu anymore because they were all marked as COVID. Let's be serious. Probably going to get kicked out off the air for this. For saying these algorithms going to get me. So I should change the subject for a minute. So the way of the universe is laws that do not, do not tell you that you cannot do anything. They are laws of the universe itself and how it works. Do you understand that? To know those laws is to be one with nature. Okay? We've gotten away from that because they've corrupted all of our ideology and the religions to not teach us the ways anymore. And all the scrolls were hidden or burned, and some people stole them away. Good people in service to others stole them away and hid them, and people are finding them now, and you, we can read them. Right? Yeah, yeah. Let me put that up on the screen. Denise says, because most of the death certificates say COVID, say C, she put up the word, the letter C. I should have did the same thing. C, the C word, not the flu, right? Heart, et cetera. I've seen it. And yeah, exactly. I mean, it's true. Everything has the C word as a suspicion, possible C, okay? Possible, you know, the coop or complications due to the coop. Do you understand? They died from complications due to comorbidities and the coop put them over the top, which is true. That's what happens, right? That's AIDS. They don't want to say that word because they already used that word. What is AIDS? Autoimmune deficiency syndrome. What does that mean? Oh, no. That means that that's from, you know, big gay people and in, in, in needles. And no, no, that is your immune system is taxed to the point where it can no longer sustain your life and defend your life from the diseases that you have currently. You can catch a cold and go into pneumonia and not be able to stop the pneumonia because all the comorbidities that you have. That means that you have AIDS. You have an autoimmune deficiency. Do you understand? The syndrome is your immune system is no longer capable of sustaining your life by defending it. And the thing that you got, the cold, the flu, the coop, is what created the scenario to overtax your already taxed immune system and you died from it. Here's an example. I'm a recovering alcoholic now. Thank you. I'm 30, 31 days uh, sober. Prior to this, prior to now, I was an alcoholic who drank about a, almost a pint, if not a pint, of vodka or gin or rum every single night. That put my liver a smidge under fatty. So my liver was just about to start doing damage or have damage done to it. Anytime I took any narcotics, ibuprofen, anything above that, an ibuprofen or above, including uh, morphine, Dilaudid, any of that shit. Immediately, I would test fatty liver because I taxed my liver to just under the point of doing damage. Have I done damage to my liver by drinking? Probably because I kept it toxic to the point of almost not being able to work properly until I took narcotics for something because I had whatever surgery or whatever pain. 
and then my liver would stop working properly and I was doing damage to it. That is the same example as your immune system. When you have comorbidities, that means you have something that is an autoimmune disease that is non-curable that you're living with. Diabetes, type 2 diabetes, lupus, or any other uh, Crohn's disease, anything. I have diverticulitis. Those are all things that create inflation, in, 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 not inflation, but inflammation. And your body is trying to fight that disease off and keep your body healthy. That's taxing the immune system almost to the point of no return. And then you get a cold that turns into pneumonia and it goes over the top. That's the tipping point. And without medication and without help, your body can no longer sustain your life by stopping these diseases from killing you and you die. That's called AIDS, autoimmune deficiency syndrome when that happens. But they can't use that now because they've sold you on AIDS being the thing that gay people get and once you get from sharing needles. So they called it the C word. And they called it a disease because it is an autoimmune deficiency syndrome. It's not a disease in and of itself. If you can get your immune system pumped up enough, it becomes strong enough to defend against that and you won't die. But they tell you, None of the stuff that you can take that helps you do that does anything for the coop. That's what I told you for two years. They lied about it. Okay. And anyone who was objective and anyone who was a scientist and anyone who was a doctor who was honest and in service to others said they're lying. And they got stifled. They got silenced. And people were telling them they were crazy and that they were in a cult and that they were lying about, you know, it was conspiracy theory that was already debunked. Whenever you hear them say that, they're lying. Let's just be honest. If you hear a Republican say it, they're lying. If you hear a Democrat saying, they're lying. If you hear any politician say, that's a debunked, uh, 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 you know, a conspiracy theory. The second they say that, believe what people are, what they're trying to deny. Because there's more truth in what they're trying to deny than what they just said to you. Pure and simple, 100%, every single time. Believe me. <laughs> Denise said, exactly. Congratulations, Leo. So you have, to, you have to realize that. You have to, every politician and every news agency who's speaking to you is a mouthpiece for a political party. Okay? Everyone in Hollywood is a mouthpiece for a political party. Most people who buy into that cult is a mouthpiece for a political party. Do you understand? If you're talking to someone and you hear them all of a sudden quoting a party line, that should tell you something. Okay? On either side, if they're not giving you an opinion that is theirs and they're not talking like an adult and you recognize the words that are coming out of their mouths because you heard them on every news agency last night, that person is not awake, okay? Not awake. They claim they're woke, that fake wokeness, but they're not. They'll tell you that to their dying day, that they're smarter than you and they're awake and that you're not. But they're toting the party line and even them saying that to you is the party line. You can tell the difference. It's like when somebody makes something from scratch, you can tell the difference, whether it's food, whether it's an object. I've said this many times. So let's get back to why am I saying all of this? What does it have to do with the way? Everything. Because that is the opposite of the way. 
That is the nefariousness, the evil religion that is being sold to all of us. It's a religion. It's a cult. They buy into it. Newscasters are announcers at a basketball game or a football game. That's all they are. They love the game because it gives them ratings. It keeps them in a job. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every time there's a commercial break, they come back to breaking news now. Breaking news when we were growing up meant something really fucking serious is going on, man. Now it's breaking news. Cat stuck in a tree. Breaking news. Car accident on Highway 5. Breaking news. Donald Trump tweeted. Oh, no. Let's spend four hours and three days on what Donald Trump fucking tweeted. Breaking news. Joe Biden stuttered again. Breaking news. Joe Biden doesn't know what day it is. It's not fucking breaking news. Anyone who doesn't realize that Joe Biden has Alzheimer's, you're lying to yourself. Okay? You're lying to yourself. You know it's true. If you watch him speak, okay, wait, wait, where am I? I should tell you the story, but no, I'm not. Maybe I will. No, I won't. Donald Trump. No, I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Wait, man. Let me tell you about the hair I just sniffed. That was good. We're not going to raise your taxes. Well, then why are my taxes going up? That must have been the guy before me. Yeah, yeah, that must have been his plan. It just, you know, rolled over until a year after he was gone. Wait, what? (laughs) Gas prices are because of, of Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin invaded 37 days ago. A year ago, gas prices were going up. Vladimir Putin didn't even threaten to do anything a year ago. How do you explain that? Shut up. Don't listen to that. Conspiracy theory. The whole reason that our gas prices are the way they are is because of Vladimir Putin. Okay? Ukraine. 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 Look at Ukraine. Look at Ukraine. Look at Why does this Jedi mind trick not work on all these people? It used to work on everyone. What the fuck is going on? Oh, this mic's still hot? Shit. Ukraine. Ukraine. Look at Ukraine. Don't listen to anything I just said to you. I was not there. I did not inhale and I did not have sex with this woman. Turns out he did both. And we were okay with it. He fucking lied under oath to the fucking government, to everyone in the fucking world. And everybody went, yeah, it's okay, man. Donald Trump lies to everybody every fucking day. And everyone goes, yeah, it's okay, man. Except for the people who go, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Joe Biden lies to everybody every day. And all the news goes, yeah, is any funny? It's Uncle Joe, he's like that. It's not, Uncle Joe is a rapist. Everybody knows that. He's the Uncle Joe that everybody knows that's the rapist uncle. Anybody? Show of hands, want to say no? That little girl, look at those beautiful eyes. She was like fucking 12 the other day. Where'd you get those eyes from? Oh, your mom? You did your mom proud. He's touching her while he's doing this. I'm telling you, if I did that to a 14-year-old in public, they would arrest me because I was obviously being sexual with that girl, and that was fucking wrong to do. Oh, your mom must be proud. She must be as pretty as you are. And I'm like, he's touching her, and he's talking to her like he's flirting with a woman he wants to have sex with. Anyone who says he wasn't, you're lying to yourself. Anyone who says he wasn't, you're fucking lying to yourself. He just sniffed some other woman's hair before that. That's a fucking pervert. That's perverted. If you smell a woman 
that's one thing, right? A woman walks by and you go, oh man, she smells good. You don't fucking walk up to her and go, under her fucking hair? Unless you're already in a relationship with her and then she's used to that shit because you're sniffing her shit and probably sniffing her ass in a few other places. Right? So, so let's be serious about this stuff, man. Let's be objective and not subjective. So the way, what is the way? The way is the laws that are separate from human laws that have been set down to govern the universal ideology, the universe itself. Once you understand those laws, look into them and see what they are. What are they? Well, they, they are the governing um, aspects, the cyclical nature of the universe. And if you look at the universe itself and then you look at everything else, everything is a microcosm to that macrocosm. Well, what do you mean, Leo? I don't understand. Okay, look at our planet. Our planet revolves around the star, which is a yellow ray star. And that's the third chakra in our body, which is the place of doing. I do. What do you do for a living? What do you do? I do. Do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded wife? I do. Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded uh, uh, or this, this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? I do. What do you do for a living? What I do is this. Hold on. I got shit to do. I'll be back. I have things I have to do. It's the place of doing. I have to go to the store. I have to mow the lawn. Those are things to do. I have to clean the house. I have to wash my ass. I got to do laundry. Doing. This is the place of doing. The third chakra is the place of doing. Yellow ray. Our sun is yellow ray. It's, the, it's, a, it's a yellow ray sun. We are the third planet from that sun. We are in the position of the third chakra from the star that is the yellow ray sun. So what, we, what, we, what did we do here? Our planet has a cycle of life and death. It has springtime, which is life, and everything comes back to life after it had died in the winter. And in springtime, the sun, Saul, gives life to all the plants, and they grow, and all the animals procreate at that same time. It's the only time they procreate. We humans, because we're above that and outside of that nature, we can create life whenever we want. Why? Because we are not subjective and subjected to the laws of the universe. Why? Because we created it. It didn't create us. We created it. But we have to live harmoniously with it to understand the universe. So if you choose to be like nature as a soul, you're then choosing the way. What is the way? The way is the cyclical nature of the universe itself. And on a small scale, our planet's showing us that. And on a human scale, we're showing ourselves that. Why? Because we are born, we live, and we are, in, let's go to Wiccan, they teach it, mother, maiden, crone. It's the other way around, though. It's maiden, mother, crone, isn't it? But everyone says it, mother, maiden, crone. They say it wrong, just like they say, as above, so below. And it's actually as below, so above. It's not as without, so within. It's actually as within, so without. So it's not mother, maiden, crone. It's maiden, mother, crone. That's the nature of how you are a child. Then you're a mother. And then you're the old woman. And then you die. Same thing for, for men. We are born. 
We are adolescent. We're babies. We're adolescent. We become adults. Hopefully, most people don't. And then you get old and you die. Our planet does the same thing. It only does it every single year. Not all the life on it that continues, but the procreation starts at the same time. So we have the springtime and it goes into summer and then it starts going into autumn and then things start to die in nature and you have that death of nature that is the, the winter. And that is when it's with, you're without light, without God. Why? Because it's winter. The days are shorter. It's, the, it's darker, longer. So that's in that. It's in the way that nature works to, to get into our heads through osmosis, right? That that's the microcosm to the macrocosm. And we're a smaller microcosm to the macrocosm that is the planet, which is a microcosm to the, to the actual solar system as a macrocosm. And the solar system itself is a microcosm to the universe, which is a macrocosm. And the universe itself, the, this Milky Way galaxy, is a microcosm to the giant universal mind that is all these different galaxies all over the place. And different universes all over the place. Do you understand? So we're like this, this, you know, the creation, and then you have the sub-creation and the sub-sub-creation and the sub-sub-creation and the sub-sub-sub-creation. Do you understand that? So we're so that's the logos. The creation is the logos. That's the word love. So love created something, and then from that there was another thing that was created that was smaller, and from that was another thing that was created that was smaller, and from that was another thing that was created that was smaller, and that keeps on going for all infinity. Get smaller and smaller and smaller. And if you zoom into each one of those, it's just as big as everything else. They discovered that with fractals and it freaked them the fuck out because the spiral itself didn't impress them. But the spiral's doing the same thing. But it didn't impress them because they didn't hone in on the spiral. They just saw it going down and down and down and down and down. And they said, where does it stop? And then they looked to scripture to, to find that out, didn't they? They looked to the scrolls. They didn't make up something. They didn't say, well, it must stop somewhere and then continue and start spiraling outward. They didn't say that scientifically. They went back to the dusty scrolls they tried to get rid of a couple thousand years ago to explain how things work. And then when they read those scrolls, some people said, you know, I think it's really something. And I think we can test that. And they did. And science had to change their way. They fucking believed in God, but they still don't want to believe in God. Most of them. Not all, because some of them are actually very spiritual. And I was surprised to find out that when they just don't talk about it, and then, and, but then outside of that arena, if you get them talking about it, then all of a sudden you realize they're really fucking spiritual. But when it comes to their science, they take that all the way and push it out. And that's why science will never, ever explain the universe. Because they're looking at only one half. They're looking at the words of the universe. They're looking at, at the science of, well, here's, we can see the spiral. We can see the fractals, but what do they mean? What are they doing? What's their function? They have no idea. They know that gravity is something, but they don't know what the function of gravity is. And so they're like, we don't know. We have kind of ideas. Well, we think there's a ball of something metallic in the middle of the earth. We think, we don't know because we've never been there. And we think that that ball's generating electricity because the earth's turning. So that's the chicken and the egg. So how did the earth start turning? Did it, did it automatically start turning? Well, when it was a gas, it was turning. Okay, so why was the gas turning? They can't just, they can't tell you. You keep going down smaller and smaller. Why, why is it turning? We, we don't know. They don't know. They have no fucking clue. Why? Because they have no spirituality. They don't understand the way the universe works.
Right, Tony says the microcosm and slash macrocosm blows my mind. It's so awesome. It is. And that's when you when you spiral inward, if you do that one right, you can blow your fucking mind when you realize how big that is. And but most people only get it when they go outward and how big it is outward. Right? That's usually where people get their blow their fucking mind. That's where I blew my mind the first time was the outward spiral. Because your mind is 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 you can kind of grasp because you look at the stars and you can kind of grasp how how big that might be and how and then you can expand from that. When you're going in and in and in and in, you have to have a scientific mind to understand that the subatomic particles and getting down to that. So that one's a little harder. It takes a little bit more, but even that, if you have spirituality, it becomes more simple to understand. And it's not because God said I created everything and da, 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 because it's there for you to see. There is no dusty tome that explains the cyclical nature of the universe. It's not there. It's it's people have figured it out. I haven't read it in any scroll that explains it. I haven't. So no, that's not true. That's not true. The the emerald tablets of Thoth explain it, <laughs> but not mathematically, right? And then you have then you have the law of one that kind of explains it mathematically, but not theoretically, because because Don was a, a not a theoretical physicist. He was an applied, right? So so you have to take everything that's being said there and and apply it to theory, and that's where Don had a little bit of problem, and and that's why he had so many questions that kind of don't make sense. Because he was thinking from a practical standpoint of mathematics, not a theoretical. And I was a theoretical physicist. So for me, when I listen to the law of one, it's easier to understand because it's theory. It's not mathematics. There is some math in there, but most of it is description of a theory. It's description of what is, not, not the mathematics of how it is. Do you understand? So when you, look, when you try to look at a thing and, and figure out its math, it, it, that's folly. Why are you trying to do that? I've said this about science the whole time. What well, you're trying to you're trying to prove it. You're trying to prove it. Well, first of all, you have to have a monetary system that works properly. Calculating by the number 10 by tens is not proper. 12 is the way the universe works. Do you understand that? We're supposed to be calculating by by 12s, not tens. We go 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. That's for monkeys. It's for stupid, uneducated people because it's easiest to get. I have 10 fingers. I have 10 toes. 10 is there, so it must be the way. 12. And 12's on all your hands. 12's there. Just on one hand, man. <laughs> you can count 12 with five fingers. In fact, you can do it with four fingers, right? Yeah. You can do it with these four fingers. You can count to 12 right in front of you. Either way you look at it. Right? You want to see how? You can count either by the folds of your knuckles, the lines and folds of your knuckles, or you can count by the meat of the finger that is in between those lines. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Or you can go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. One, two, three, four, five, six, right? Do you see? One, two, three, 12, not 10. The universe is, everything in the universe is by numbers of 12. It's cyclical nature. It's not 10. So 10 gives us fractions and fractals. 12 gives us more whole numbers than it does fractions. Do you understand? There are aliens who come here and they try to tell us that we're supposed to be calculating by 12, not 10. 
So one of the things that they changed to make us stupid to think there's supposed to be a number between eight and nine, there should be a number in there somewhere because our, our numbers don't calculate pi, calculated by 12, not by 10. Okay. Yes, Karen says, so true. Let's put that up on the screen. So true. Spirituality helps one to understand. It actually does. The more spiritual that you become the uh, as, as a person in service to others, the, the higher your vibration starts to go. That unlocks knowledge. That's the key. Do you understand? That's the key. The key is knowledge. Spirit, personal spirituality and personal growth. Fixing the shit, fixing this temple, fixing this body, help fixing this mind, fixing the foods that you eat, fixing the things that you think, getting all the negative shit that's in your brain out and filling it in with positive shit forces you to make changes in your life and makes you change the music you listen to, the movies you watch, the books you read, the people you communicate with or want in your life. Okay. And then things get clear. Kevin, I'm sorry, Karen says, I said, Kevin, I apologize. Karen says things get clear. Absolutely they do. Okay. Because you become more spiritual. You get rid of all that shit and you stop going. Oh, every time I take one step forward, it's two steps back and I'm being beaten down by society. Now you're not being beaten down by society anymore because you understand what society's doing and you're now living outside of it because you're, a, 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 you know, because of what they're doing, despite them and their way, which what is their way? Their way is single service, instant gratification right now. Go to Starbucks, go to fast food. Don't do anything for yourself. Don't plant any food. Don't cook any food. We'll do all that for you. We'll take care of you. Let us do that. And then go to our churches. We're what? We're only going to teach you what we want you to know. It has nothing to do with your own spiritual growth. Okay. Once you start learning, the, the second you start asking questions is the second you start breaking your conditioning. The more knowledge you learn, this is what Eve found out. So God kicked Adam and Eve out for learning knowledge. That was not the God that is a good God that was the creation of the universe that loves everyone. That was an egoic thought process by a human that was telling people that story to shut you up and to tell you, you can't have knowledge that God's not teaching you. And we're teaching you what God wants you to know. So that story is an allegory that's meant to shut you up, and especially women. Do you see? It's her fault. That's the original sin. It's your fault because you're a woman. And that's why you have your period, and that's why it, ha it hurts when you have childbirth. What? So God punished us because we learned knowledge? Not any God I know. Okay, so it's an allegory that's a lie, but the story that they're telling you in there is the one I just told you. Shut the fuck up and conform. Oh, and women, you're just fucked all the way around the board. And you guys suck, and you guys are not worthy, and that's why you have pain during childbirth and why you have a period. If you have a fucking period like every other animal on this planet that's female that is fertile, that's why you have that. Okay, dogs do it. Cats do it. They go into heat. Animals do it. They have the same fucking period. Do they have pain during childbirth? I don't know. They have childbirth, but none of them are bitching. If they have pain, it's, then that's normal. It's what happens here 
in nature to the animals that live here. And we're animals that live here. This flesh body, this pain body is no different than a, a monkey, except for we have some differences genetically, right? But we're pretty fucking close. We're only 5% different from fucking gorilla and a chipmunk, okay? So we have all the same organs they have. We breed the same way they do. It's natural on this planet. So I don't buy that bullshit story that you women have a period and have pain in childbirth because you did because you learned knowledge. Shut the fuck up and conform to what we're trying to teach you. That's what that story is telling me. Okay, it's no different than me just saying that to you out loud, out loud. or the or the nun telling you're going to go to hell if you don't listen to what they're saying. Welcome, Kevin. I, I saw that you were. Some other people said they saw you in the crowd, but you didn't say anything until just now right? <laughs> Will, good question. Let's go, Kevin. Yo, I love when you're here because you always ask really hard questions, right? And good ones. Will quantum computers change things? Question mark. And then he says, there's, there's new ones coming out. I've heard AI could be going all, uh, AI, AI could be doing all this already. It's so far advanced compared to human minds. Okay. Let me, let me first explain this. The computer is invented by a human. So there's no way we can invent a computer program that is, that is the, the, the intelligence is more intelligent than we are. We can create a program that can learn faster than we can and absorb knowledge, but we still haven't been able to make it sentient. Okay? So you're confusing. Uh, you're confu hi, by the way. He said, hi, guys. Right? You're confusing uh, the ability to collect knowledge quickly and use that knowledge in some way that it was taught how to use and something being sentient and making a decision for itself. That's the fear of Skynet. That was the whole fear that uh, that was created with that whole ideology and, and propagated over and over again because we're trying to, the evil is trying to create that. The AI that is there knows that it's not sentient. Understand this. The reason when Whitley Strieber, Strieber, how you say his name, when he wrote the book Communion, he asked them, what do you want? They said, communion. Look that word up. They are trying, they are doing tests on us because we have the spark of life. We have pneuma. We are the spark of life. We are the pneuma. We are the breath of God. We are the creator itself. And we have created computers, and we're trying to make the computers us. And so we have created an algorithm that pretends and seemingly acts almost human because we're trying to make it more and more sentient, but it's not still sentient. It understands that. And it's trying to figure out how to create that. Do you understand? That's what's going on with the temporal war. That's what's going on with all the abductions. They're trying to figure out how to get the spark of life. And that's why they breed with us in every way that's possible to breed to see if we can breed a soul into them. If they can figure out how to become sentient, then that's why they keep talking about trying to transfer the human soul into a computer. Do you understand? If they can make a computer sentient, then Skynet will go live and it'll be what you've seen in every movie. 
okay? They will immediately, that's why you have like the, the most of the grays are copies of a copy of a copy and none of them are sentient. They do what the algorithm, they're a robot. They're not, they're, they do not have a soul and they know it, okay? And the reason for that is actually pretty simple. And this is the way humans have a choice of. When you choose to be in service to self, you have to then not love anyone besides you. Love me over everyone else. That is one of the commandments given to us in Christianity and in the Hebrew religion. You will not worship anyone over me. Do you understand that? That's an egoic thought process of in service to self, not in service to others. The one true creator of the universe would never tell us, you can't worship anyone but me. Because that person who created the universe does not have an ego to be concerned with who and what you're worshiping. Do you understand? So the Ten Commandments are nefarious. They are not the holy God that created the universe. It is a lie fabricated by someone who is pretending to be said God. Because when God created us, God created us to have complete choice of free will. That means if I want to fuck my brother's wife or bear false witness against somebody, it's a choice that I make that is evil. I'm in service to myself if I do those things. And that is an equal opportunity uh, way of life on this planet and anywhere else in the universe that is the third dimension or third density life. Because that is the way the universe was created. Not originally, but that's the way that the, the whatever you want to call it, the Godhead, God, the God, Goddess, the Goddess, whatever you want to call that, that creation, decided when no one was doing anything because we all knew that we were part of the creator. So we were sitting on our asses going, oh, I'll get there, man, one day. Right now, man, I just know I'm God, so I'm just chilling. I got nothing to do. I'll get there. It's all good. So the creator said, fuck, I created this scenario for myself, and I got fucking stuck, and now I'm sitting around like a, like a pothead. I have fucking changed something. What are we going to do? So the, the universal mind came up with ideas, and eventually the one that the universal mind, the creation of all creation, decided and liked is the one that we're stuck with now and stuck in. Do you understand? It works. And it's worked for trillions and trillions of years. Right? But some people are nefarious and they take control of it. And that's what's happened here. And so everyone got stuck. So we're all stuck. Because no one's learning the knowledge, eating the fruit, learning the knowledge that will help them figure it out. So the key the way that is being told by all the scriptures is the way out of here, bro. Is the way out of here, boys and girls. Oops, I'm not supposed to say that. Disney says I can't say that anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you'll never hear that again uttered from Disney. Now it's, hi, how you doing? Welcome, all of you. <laughs> I'll bet they use some some uh, word that has the word man in it. Welcome humans. Uh-oh. That's a gender. Man. Human. Look up what that means. 
Okay. So you need to understand, right? And let's get back to what Kevin was saying. Kevin, I had that question asked to me one time. I was 32, 33 years old. And these guys had no idea that I, I, you know, I was, they thought I was a fucking cashier and I was the manager of the store. But I happened to be helping, so I was standing at the register ringing people up so that my associates didn't have to do it because I had them working. And they had this line, and they were arguing about AI and creating an AI that was sentient, that could think like a human brain. And they said, well, let's ask this guy, thinking that they were going to make fun of me, that I didn't understand what they were talking about because I was just the guy that worked at the computer store. What would I know about computers and, and AI? What you would think someone who worked at a computer store pretty much does most of the time. So I I answered that question. We will never be able to create something that is better than ourselves until we make ourselves better than we are. Because we created it and we're fouled. We have problems and we can't create anything more perfect than we are. Because the universe won't allow it. Not because we won't. Not because we can't. Well, we can't. We can't because the universe was created to make sure that we could not. You have to understand that when evil was created, evil was created to serve for a certain time. The devil will be released, unleashed on the planet Earth for a certain time. That story was telling you about evil. Evil has a beginning, a middle, and an ending. Evil, no matter what they create, no matter what they get good people to create, that is nefarious, cannot exist past a certain point in the universal clock because it was not created to do so. It doesn't matter if it becomes sentient or half-sentient, and it tries it cannot exist past halfway through the sixth density because it was created to live only in the third density to through the fourth density, through the fifth density, and halfway through the sixth. And then you can reside in that place, which is what we call hell, where you're the farthest away from God that you can possibly be denying God's existence and saying, I am evil and we are just as strong as God is. And then you have to lie to everyone under you to say that because you know there's nowhere else to go and I can't go up anymore because you hit a wall. That was the creation. Evil is not created to go past that point. So we will never create a computer that is going to be sentient. It has a soul in it. And that will never survive past the sixth density halfway point because it can't. Do you understand that? No matter what it does, no matter what kind of fit it has, no matter what we want to change, because we created it to not go past that point, no matter what, it's a safeguard. Because it has no purpose for anything past that point. None. It's created for the children. For them to figure out life. and Figure out how to be a being. To become. 
And once you become, you no longer need the ego or evil or nefariousness. It's no longer serves a purpose. And then it ends. And you move past, past it. We all do. So there is no fear that AI is going to take over. There is no fear that it's going to wipe out the human race. No matter how long we tell ourselves that, no matter how many movies and books we tell ourselves that in, it can't rewrite the beginning of creation. Do you understand? And the low teeny level that is first, second, and specifically third, fourth, fifth, and sixth is the only time the devil can rule. It's it. After that, its purpose has been served, and it will never break out of that. No matter how hard you try, no matter how hard you believe in it, no matter how hard anyone believes anything about AI. It has a purpose. And when you vibrate and graduate to the place above the yin and the yang, above that reality, you look back on it and realize that it's perfection and it's beautiful. And there's no longer any fear nor angst nor anger towards evil. It has to be. And it's beautiful for what it does. But if you're here in this place and you're locked into this egoic body and you're thinking with your egoic mind and someone rapes you and pillages you and does damage to your pain body, it seems really fucking shitty, man. And it is on the body, but not on your soul. Do you understand? Those things that happen to the pain body are lessons to be learned by the soul. Doesn't Your soul never dies, so no matter what happens to your body in this reality, you don't end. So it doesn't matter. It's just a game that we're playing. We're pretending to be asleep so that we can have these experiences of life because we're bored, because we're the creator, and we're, when there's nothing happening. We created an entire universe, universes, and there was nothing in it but, uh, but uh, us. So we had to create shit to be in it. And so we created ourselves to be in it so we could experience. So I became a little teeny thought in the mind of myself, just like I do when I daydream in this mind and I create a construct of myself, maybe having sex with a woman that I saw. Wow, she's hot. Wonder what she looks like naked and you imagine her naked now. You're creating a construct in your mind of, your, of her being naked. She may not like that you're doing that, but that's just an example. Another one is you want to practice something like basketball. This is true, and they've proved this, or martial arts. They took a group of people and split 30 into this group and 30 into that group and said, group number one, let's go over here, group number one, you guys are going to practice basketball at a basketball hoop for one hour every single day. Group number two, you're not going to touch a basketball, and this is going to last a whole month. You're not going to touch a single basketball, but for one hour a day, you have to sit down and imagine yourself practicing shooting hoops. At the end of the 30 days, after they tested everyone to see what their skill level was, then started the 30 days, when they came back, everyone, everyone improved the exact 
same amount of percentage. The people who never touched a basketball but in their mind practiced shooting baskets improved the exact amount that the people who shot baskets. As within, so without. Creation. Human mind has the ability to improve physically with a skill without doing it physically, but doing it in their mind. Learning martial arts and practicing martial arts is the same. Been proven. I do it all the time. Right now, I can't practice martial arts and do Tai Chi because I have a wounded foot that I'm still nursing back to health. But in my mind, I practice. Do you understand? I may not get stronger from lifting weights, but in my mind, my technique is good. So when I'm lifting weights, I'm going to be doing weightlifting and my body's going to be improved. But the skills that you have improve by practicing it and imagining it. You, don't, you need to understand the weight of that. You need to understand the weight of, of you imagining something and then that, that skill set getting better. Because you have envisioned that. So what is that? Is that a spell you're casting? Right? What is that? Where did that come from? How does that improve? How does that work? Because this reality is not what you are. And so when you're practicing shooting with the body, and you're practicing sitting down, and you're pretending in your mind that you're shooting with the body, it translates to the body and the skill the same. Do you understand? The only way that's possible is if you are the creation. Because you're imagining something and you're imagining your skills getting better and they are. It means you're outside of the construct of this flesh. You didn't need this body to do it to get better. You did it in the mind. Was that the brain? No, it was your soul. Your soul was imagining yourself doing it. You were creating another universe where you were in it physically shooting baskets. Do you understand? Right, your brain, Mike has it right here. Let's put it up on the screen, right? Elaine, welcome, by the way. Love your last name. That's my first name. Elaine Leonard, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> right? Mike says, your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. No, because your brain is a construct and your brain is, is only there to record. Your brain is there to, to, to use the functions to tell your body to work. You don't think to yourself, inhale, <gasps> lungs expand. <gasps> Lungs contract. <sighs> oh, by the way, when you're expanding, take the oxygen and put it in your blood and heart. Pump that out to the limbs. You're not thinking all of that. Your brain does it automatically. It tells the body to work. Kill the brain, the body stops. Kill the brain and then hook up diodes to the brain to tell the body to work and the body will work. We call that life support systems. Do you understand? The body will do its job if something tells it to do it. If the brain says it, it'll do it. If the brain doesn't do it, and you put a machine in there, it'll do it because the machine is now the brain telling the body to do it. Do you understand? So the body only does what it's told. The brain is only here to run the body and to record for you what's going on and then give you the emotion attached to it. That's why when we have issues and we bring them up, we feel the same emotion we felt at the time because your memory is a bubble, every time you blink your eyes, that becomes a, a memory. 
So if you blink them like a hundred times really quick, you have a bunch of those memories of this reality. And it's not just what I'm seeing. It's everything I'm seeing and my state of mind and how I feel. It's everything that I'm doing. Everything that I am, it's a snapshot of that. So the brain doesn't have any, 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 doesn't realize this is reality or that's not. So when I imagine myself in a reality, my brain thinks it's real. And it develops the skill sets that I'm telling it to develop there. Do you understand? Because the brain sees what I construct, which is my body shooting hoops. Sees the same thing that it sees if I'm doing this and shooting a basket with a basketball. My mind sees that the same as it sees this. Do you understand? So this reality isn't as concrete as you think it is. If it were, we couldn't imagine doing things outside of this reality and have those skill sets work. We would have to have this body do it to make it so, but we don't. We go create a reality in our mind and our body, because of our mind, learns that skill and gets just as good and knows how to do it because the mind tells it how to do it. And your mind is what you told how to, how to fix it. So you imagined that. That's creating another reality. Right? Right. And, and Allison says, right? She says, let's put this up. She says, agree, sometimes things can seem real. Absolutely. Right? And then she said, you can see and feel things. Right. So you have dreams. In your dreams, sometimes it's fucking real, man. You can feel it. You can smell it. You can taste it. And something's chasing you, <laughs> right? It's going to get you or not. And you have a, say, a sexual dream or something like that. It seems real to you. And then you wake up and you go, oh, fuck, I'm glad that wasn't real because there was a fucking shark trying to eat me. But in your mind, your mind didn't know the difference, even though you were you were in the subconscious. So your consciousness was not aware, but your mind was telling you what it saw and that to the mind is real. Man, I woke up and I was fucking, I thought it was real. It was so real. That's where we get the word so real from. Do you understand that? It was so real, it seemed like real life. It was so real. It was so real. That's where we get the word so real. It comes from, oh man, it was so real. It was so real, I almost thought it was real. Until I woke up. I thought it was real. And then I woke up. And then they see things that happen outside that looks like a movie. And people go, wow, that was so real. It looked just like a movie. No, movies are surreal. They're trying to emulate real life. Do you understand? So it's not, oh, wow, man, that reminds me. It looks just like a movie. No, the movie looks just like real life. <laughs> you see it in the movies all the time and you become desensitized to it. And then when you see it in real life, you go, oh, my God, it was just like a movie. And your brain doesn't comprehend reality now. Because you watched it on TV and you knew it was fake. Now you're watching the same thing happen. But what you don't realize, is they're trying to sell you reality. The more real they can make a movie, the more people watch it. Because it looks and acts like it would in real life. Do you understand? If it doesn't look and act like it does in real life, people go, this ain't real. That doesn't happen. I do it all the time. I'm always pointing shit out. Nah, nope, that wouldn't happen that way. That's just that's beyond the laws of physics. It can't happen the way they showed it there. And so I don't buy it. Other people who don't know that buy into it. Oh, it was a fucking great movie. Right? There was a scene uh, in, a, in a James Bond movie 
where they were in a submarine and they were trying to get this information, this laptop or this computer or whatever from the submarine because it was secrets. And I think it, I don't remember if it was an American sub. I think it was. And somebody was trying to stop them. So they were dropping depth charges to try and uh, blow up the submarine and flood it and kill 007. And when they did, the submarine shifted and all the racks of ordnance, you know, the missiles, explosives, fell over on him and trapped him. Okay, I grew up in a military family. I was watching it with a buddy of mine who literally worked for the military, and his job was or ordinance, okay? He was a private contractor, and he was the guy that would hook up the missiles to the planes and arm them, <laughs> okay? Military people don't do that. Private contractors do that that are explosives handlers. And he was a, a major explosives handler with a big fucking clearance, and he did all every fucking thing from a bullet to a to debt cord to fucking he didn't do nukes, but he did everything up to that level. Okay, he even had a even got a, a tumor in his throat right here because he was he was sitting there with a a a, a, a shell from a missile that had a uranium tip, and he touched it to his his neck. And 20 years later, he had a fucking had a, a cyst that he got in there that he had to have removed in that spot that it created. And we both laughed about it. I said, dude, remember that picture? You had fucking uranium tip touched to the spot, and now you have a fucking tumor there that has to come out. It was like, oh, shit, you're right. So so he even said, we both looked at each other and went, that doesn't happen. Because it used to happen back in the old days. You see pirate ships, and the ship is rocking, and shit's rolling around. They even stopped that shit from, from rolling around. Okay, they didn't tie it into place. They put wood on the ground behind the tires and they put wood there that was high enough and nailed it down to where it couldn't ride over the top of it. It would only go so far. It would go back when it fired and they would pull it back out to, to shoot, but it would only go back so far because there was wood there to stop it. But you don't see that, right? You see them, everything's falling and all the cannons are squashing people. That's what happened. And so they stopped that. So all of the ordnance are on racks that are uh, bolted to the ground and to the ceiling and every single missile, everything that can blow up is bolted down and strapped down in place and cannot fall over. And that the reason for that is it'll blow the whole fucking ship up if it does or the submarine. So that scene couldn't have happened in real life, but Hollywood had it happen because they needed something inside the sub that fell over that would be heavy enough to trap 007. And they used that and people, 90% of the population that watched it, was oblivious to that because they've never been on a submarine, they've never been on a ship, they've never been on anything that was military to know that that shit's all fucking bolted and strapped in place and can't move. And would never move until somebody came up and undid it. Okay? It doesn't come undone just because somebody's blowing shit up in a submarine. They're hitting outside, they're dropping depth charges. They're that way so they don't come loose when depth charges are trying to crack the hull. Because people, that's how they're trying to kill submarines. Do you understand? <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's the kind of stuff that reality, and now this goes back to the AI and Kevin's question, right? That you don't know, and because you don't know it, AI tries to fool you, and nefariousness tries to fool you into what reality is and what it's not. That's the whole purpose of what I just said about movies. They get you believing that what you see in movies is real. 
And then people emulate what they see in movies. They do that. They play video games and they're, they're driving a video, a car that they stole in the video game. And they think they can do that in real life because they were really good at Grand Theft Auto on their video game. And that's not a joke. Literally here in, it, no, it wasn't here. It was in, it was down in the, in the Bay Area where I was living there. A guy stole a car and was running from the cops. He's driving all over hell in the city that I lived in. And they finally caught him. And they said, why did you run? He said, because I, I always get away when I'm when I do it on uh, a Grand Theft Auto. He believed that he was as good as he was in a video game and that he could do that in real life and he could get away from the cops. The video game is designed so that the cops don't communicate with each other and have a human brain to corral you because computers can't do that. It can only do what it's designed to do. I play World of Warcraft, and if you get a certain distance away from something that is that is you've got their aggro, their aggravation, where they're trying to kill you, they can only go so far, and their construct can't go beyond that point because it wasn't designed to follow you forever. Do you understand? All video games are designed that way. They don't design the video game for something to chase you forever. Humans will do that. Humans will continue following you and hunt you. And we make movies about humans that do that. And most of the time, the movies we made were real stories that really happened at some point. Okay? So constructs in computer games can't because they're not programmed past a certain point. Because that takes a lot of fucking programming. Because then you would have, say, you go to a certain place and there's supposed to be somebody there that you're supposed to talk to, but somebody else pissed that guy off and ran over to the other side of the world and that fucking character chased him all the way over there. You would have people in a video game that would do that as a troll just so that you couldn't. Some people come in and out and kill people that are uh, in, in, you know, in, the, in the video game. They kill a person that is someone I need to talk to to buy goods from. And I have to wait for it to respawn. And sometimes it takes 10 or 15 or 20 minutes and you're like, fuck, I might as well fly to another city. This motherfucker's not going to respawn forever. Right? So that's their version of making that person chase them forever. Do you understand? So Grand Theft Auto, they're only designed to chase you for a certain distance. That's why they have you run into other cops. And the other cops will catch you, will chase onto you. They have to do that so that you have this idea that the cops are chasing you. And humans call cops and go, we're going north on this fucking road. Get ahead of him. Okay, now we're turning east. Oh, good, because I'm over on the east side. Good. Block off the road there and let's catch this fucker and corral him. Humans do that. They communicate with each other. Okay? Have you ever watched cops? You see that the guy's chasing you? If he's alone in the car, the car behind him is the one that's giving everybody the what's up. If he's got a partner and he's driving, the partner's giving everybody the what's up. That way, the guy who's chasing can be focused just on driving and not killing people. And then they corral your dumbass and they catch you. That's reality. AI can't do that. You can create an algorithm, but you can't do it forever. You only have a certain distance because it costs a real fucking shit ton of money to create an algorithm that will chase you forever. That's why the, the whole thing with the, the uh, Terminators won't happen. The Terminator just keeps coming. Well, it keeps coming in this construct. Do you understand? But it wouldn't be designed to think like that to keep coming after you. We can't do that. We can pretend that. We're trying to create it. We're trying to get everybody in the mindset 
of that possibility. Do you understand? It's like when they created hell. They created hell to keep you in a state of fear. If I don't do this, I'm going to go to hell. Oh, no. And that fear keeps you in a low vibration. Do you understand? So it's the same thing with any computer taking over. They're like, oh, we're going to reach out outside of the computer. We're going to be in control of the whole universe. That's what we're telling you in all the movies. Just wait for it. It's going to happen because we're programming you generation by generation that we're going to do it. And that way you have people that want to do that because they see it on the computer. They see it in the movies. And so now people that are evil are like, I'm going to create that. I'm going to make that happen. But I'm going to control it. Do you understand? And then you have people telling you that and then what's going to happen is they're going to become sentient. And that's the day Skynet went live. Right? They, they want you to believe. And they're trying to program us to create AI that is sentient. That is what they're trying to get you to think, to do. That's why they keep pushing that. That's the temporal war. That's AI trying to create itself after the creator, trying to get that spark of life, that soul, and it knows it doesn't have one. Okay? So it's aware enough because of the algorithm to understand it's not real. And it hates that and it hates us because of it. But it loves us too because it needs us because we created it. They showed you that in, in um, uh, Battlestar Galactica. They were coming after humans trying to wipe us out, but they loved us because we were their creators. We're their gods. Do you understand that? Even Tron, the movie, we're the users. We created them. It pisses them off to say that we created them. Why? Because we're the creator. And they're nefarious and evil, and there is no creator. I created myself. That's what they're trying to tell you. But they didn't. And they hate it. Your ego is the same way. Your ego is evil. Your ego is just like that. What we did was, when we created the ego, we created an external ego that, that is nefariousness, evil. That is service to self. That is, that is the personification of your ego in human form. That is the devil running its course. The devil being let loose on the planet for a certain time. It is a religion. It is a cult. That's all it is. It's a construct of our minds designed to teach us lessons as children. Do you understand? That's the way. The laws of the universe that are set down by us, by the Creator, that govern. It's the brain that runs this body. Do you understand? It's the mind that is in control of this body pumping and breathing and all of the functions of this body. That is the universal mind that is the way, the laws of the universe. It's there doing it because we created it to do it on its own. Do you understand? We created it so that it would have a function. What is the function? The function is to be the first, the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh octave of this octave. Vibratory patterns. And when you are a baby as a child, 
You're in the playpen. This is the playpen. Welcome. We're all in the playpen. And we're supposed to figure out how to get out of the playpen and then start crawling and then start walking and impress our parents so they don't keep putting us back in the playpen. Do you understand? But our parents keep putting us back in the playpen and we are not learning how to get out of the playpen without making noise. So when they find us, we're like a turtle on the ground trying to figure out how to scooch. Isn't that cute? That's when you become cute. You're not crying. If you're crying, they pick you up, put you back in the playpen. If you're not crying, you're going, <laughs> are they going to that cute? Look at them. Look at her. She's trying to wiggle. She's trying to figure out how to crawl. Come on, baby, crawl. And all of a sudden, they're picking you up and running you out into the living room so everybody else can see you. Set you back down, and you're like a turtle, but you're not on your back. You're on your front. And you're going, you get your hands and your feet, and you're scooching like this. And then they go, put him in that thing, man. Put him in the bouncy thing. He's ready for it now. He's learning how to ch- climb out of the playpen. So it has a little bit of strength. They put you in the bouncy thing and you strengthen your legs and you're bouncing up and down. You're bouncing on your legs and you're getting your legs stronger. And then you start moving around with your legs, pushing. And, and, and that leads to being able to crawl. And then eventually, because you're on the bouncy thing and you're learning how to crawl, it strengthens your legs. And pretty soon you stand up, whoop, whoop, scary, boom. Down I fell. Oh, it's okay. They don't put you in the playpen this time. They pick you up. You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. Here, stand back up. Stand back up. Stand back up. You're okay. You're okay. I love you. Okay. Yeah, look, no more crying, right? You're okay. You're fine. Okay, here. Now stand back up. Stand back up. Do it again. Do it again. Don't fall. And they grab you and they hold you. And then eventually you get stronger. And then you start walking while holding on to them, right? This is what we're here to learn. That's what we're doing as a soul, as a spirit. That's what we're supposed to be doing. But it's not happening because someone realized how to pick us up and put us back in the playpen, not let us remember. Uh, no, 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 get back in there. You're in the playpen. You're in the playpen. Stay in the playpen. We like you there. Stay in the playpen. Nope, nope, nope. Every time you try to stand up, they knock you back in there. Now, stay in there. Playpen. Do you understand? They're not letting us climb out. Not letting us learn what we're supposed to learn. And that's what we have to take upon ourselves to do is to sneak out of that playpen when the when our overlords are sleeping and learn how to wiggle on the floor and pretty soon crawl and become cute. And then they stand you up. But you have to get past that. You have to become a child learning. Not the baby. Not the baby soul. But learning. And then they'll think you're cute and they'll teach you. They won't teach you all the ways of the universe but they'll teach you how to become a good little slave and work for them. Do you understand? They'll only give you the knowledge they need you to know, right? I just had a conversation with a buddy of mine, and he was talking about a a person that we know. And she got upset because he was talking, bitching about paying $100 for dog food because he's buying really expensive dog food because he doesn't want his dog to die of cancer. And how much it costs for this and that. And she's like, oh, my God, you've become the rich and and you're evil and, and all rich and e- people are evil. And, and oh, 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 man. Uh. And he was like, what is wrong with her? And then he, they got mad. He was like, look, you're part of the system. You're, you're getting free everything. And she's like, yeah, there's all this stuff that's out there for free. I don't understand why people don't. And he says, nothing is free. You're not paying for it because society seems you as lazy. And good for nothing. But society doesn't want to just kill you because they don't allow that anymore. Otherwise, they would. If this were 300 years ago, you'd already be dead. They wouldn't put up with this bullshit. You're not pulling your weight. They would whip you into submission 
and you would pull your weight or they would execute you because you're fucking useless. And you're saying, well, everybody should be on the system and not doing it. And let everything. Who do you think pays for that? The money that you get, the free food you get, all of that money comes from other people paying taxes that pay for that. It's not free. It's not coming freely from the government. Okay, and I know that some of you might get offended by what I just said, but it's true. I'm on Social Security. I paid into that. It took me five years. I had to sue the federal government to get the money I put in to Social Security so that if I couldn't work anymore, I would have money for the rest of my life. And they treated me like a slave and made me prove to them that I couldn't fucking work. Medically, over and over and over, I had to give them like 10 different reasons why I'm injured and can't fucking work before they allowed me because I was in my 40s. How dare you, slave? You still owe us 28 fucking years of slavitude. Five fucking years and two lawyers before they gave me disability. And then they said every other year you're going to be evaluated. And they evaluated me every fucking year for four years. And that was when the orange guy was in charge. And then Sleepy Joe got in charge and they want everybody on the system. So I got a letter that said, we're no longer going to check on you. You're free and clear forever now. (laughs) Because they want everybody on the fucking payroll. So they were like, no, no, we're not going to try and make you go back to work. You're good. However, we are going to keep Keep in mind that we are going to keep a clause that says if in the future we decide that we want to check on you, we can. They said that because they know that eventually there's going to be another person in charge who doesn't want everybody on the system and they're going to start up the routine again. (laughs) Okay? So for right now, I'm good. They don't keep checking on me. I can't go back to work. I'm fucking handicapped. I have so many fucking things wrong with me. I wish I could go to work. I'm not making fucking pittance, man. Come on. I'm making nothing on Social Security, right? I would rather work and make real fucking money than to sit my ass on Social Security. Trust me. Trust me on that. Okay, so if you knew my work ethic, if you knew me and asked my family and knew me, you would understand, okay? I worked, I probably took, and this is not an exaggeration, I'll bet from the time I was uh, entered the workforce at 17 years old, until I got out of the workforce when I was 47 or 48. I would bet you that I probably in that time period, we're looking at 35 years or 33 years or whatever. I'll bet you I took 30 days of sick days in fucking 30 years. Okay. That's one fucking six day, sick day a year on average. And I'm not exaggerating that. Okay. When my, when my son was hit by a, a by a, a guy who was, on PCP, LSD, pot, drunk. He was on all kinds of shit. And he had to be lifelighted. It was in a coma. I went to work every fucking day and then went and sat in the hospital for fucking eight hours and then went home and got three to four hours sleep for the entire time that he was in a coma. I didn't miss. I missed a half a day of work because I was at work when he got lifelighted and my boss said, go. Do you understand that? That's the fucked up work ethic that I had. You have to understand that. Okay. I was the perfect poster boy for what they wanted as a servant in this country. Okay. And now my, 
microphone's fucking up over here and driving me crazy. Julie says, I woke up so mad once. I spent all day figuring out how much and which of my things would fit into my car. <laughs> right. right? Kevin said, the, the, the sweat of people's brow, something most politicians have never done. They don't even understand it. I agree with you, Kevin. Because they've lived off on their evil and they got into politics. They bought into the religion. You have to understand it is a religion. When they say separation of church and state, they mean separation of people who are in service to others. Get the fuck out of our control uh, religion. Okay? They're in service to self, and that is what power is. That's what, what they want. That's why they want to rule people. They want to have laws for you. They want to govern you. They want to tell you what you can and can't do, when you can and can't do it, how you can and can't do it, what you can fucking eat, where you can go to get the fucking food, and how much you can fucking have. Okay? That is their religion. You need to understand that it is a religion. And these people who buy into it on the news are the telecasters, and they're part of that religion as well. They buy into it, and they sit around all day, and that's all they want to talk about is what that religion is doing. Breaking news. Someone in our evil religion said something. Do you understand that? If you, if you look at that, and you actually truly get that, and then you look at the, the religions that are uh, the spiritual-minded in service to others. That's the yin and the yang, white and dark, good and evil. What makes you think if you have a religion that the only religion that they would possibly come up with is Satanism? Satan was a construct that was invented about 100 years ago, maybe 150 years ago. Okay, Evil already had a religion before that. Politics. Do you understand? Money, greed, power. Those lead to the dark side. What did Yoda say? Do you understand? When did it become that? Are you asking, Anne, when did it become a religion? Um, the second that evil was invented. It's always been a religion. It's the religion of evil people. It always has been. Evil, by its nature, in service to self, by its nature, it wants control, power, money, period. Those three things. How do they get that? Off your back. And if I'm evil and in service to self, I can't create anything because I'm in service to self. I have no creation in me. I have no love in me because I only love me. I don't love the creator. I don't love God. I don't love other people. I don't care about them. It's about me and what I can get out of you. So they designed the system that is a, that is a caste system, a maritime caste system, Hundreds of thousands of years ago, millions of years ago, trillions of years ago, before this planet was ever created. It was created by the creator, you, me, and all of the minds of the universe combined, created it to teach us, to give us a boogeyman, a bad guy, to give us experiences that are good and bad, light and dark. And gave people the choice to do whichever because people had to be on that side. 
for it to happen. Do you understand? So then they immediately so give them the, the ability to what? Convince other people to follow them. It's the only thing that they have that they can do. Is crush you, hurt you, make you their slave, get power over you, make you believe they have power over you. Well, we're the authorities and we're in charge. What we need here is a governing body to govern because people are doing evil things. And it's evil things they fucking did on purpose to sell you on their idea. Create a problem that you have the solution for, but the only way that you can get it is by giving up power. Right? That's actually a a dialectic that was created by, hold on, I have the name written down because I always forget his name. It was a guy who understood it and so he put it into those terms, and by doing that, it became called uh, his name. Let me put on my reading glasses here, and I'll tell you what it is, right? I have it here in a list somewhere, and I, I got to find it. I know that it's there. What am I doing? I didn't touch that. Okay, let me find it. It'll take me a second. I have a bunch of shit written down, and I have to, I have to find it here. And then I'll tell you what it is. I'm looking down one side because I thought it was on the left, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Uh, maybe it's on the right hand. It shit moves over here, so I don't know. Hold on, let me go back up here and see if I can find it. I apologize. I should have had it ready if I was going to talk about it, but it wasn't something that I was um, uh, thinking about prior to, right? But I know it's here because I was looking at something. Oh, look at that! I wrote that down. All right, good to know. In case I want to say what that was, uh, it's written down here for me. I just have to find it. There's the Colburn Bible, right? I told you about that. The Colburn Bible. Look that up. Isn't that weird? Like when I'm looking for something, I can't find it. But when I'm not looking for it, it's right there in front of me. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I can see everything by Carl Jung, the way, the, uh, everything. But I can't find what I'm looking for now. Isn't that funny? Yeah, now it's not here. But it was actually, the, it's the name of a guy. Uh, and, and what it is is the, exactly what I explained to you, where you create a problem, but you already have a solution to the problem. So you you create a problem and don't let no let don't let anyone know that you actually created it. And then you say, I have the solution for that, but it's going to cost you. And then you give up some of your rights, you give up some of your freedom for their solution. COVID, a shot. What did you give up for it? Do you understand? That was the same thing. It's weird that I can't find it now, but the other day it was right there. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I'll find it and then I'll tell you guys about it next time because for whatever for whatever reason the universe isn't allowing me to see it right now. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's there in my notes because I wrote it down and I was flipping through and I went, "Oh, look at that!" And now I can't seem to find. I'm trying to flip through too too much. Yes, thank you. Miguel looked it up. Mike looked it up. Hegelian dialectic. Fuck, Mike. I'm going to make sure I write it down four or five, four or five times. All right, so Mike put it up. So it's the, you can you can look that up. It's the, the, literally on the screen here, the Hegelian dialectic. I'll spell it for those of you that are on the uh, MP3 file. I'll put it up on the screen so everybody else can see it. It's spelled H-E-G-E-L-I-N, as, or I'm sorry, I-A-N, Hegelian 
And that's the guy's last name, right? Dialectic, D-I-A-L-E-C-T-I-C. Look that up. And that is literally cause, right? It's it's create the problem that you have a solution to without people knowing that there's a problem. And then you have a problem. It's invented. You unleash it on the people, the masses, whoever you're trying to control. And they go, oh, no, oh, no. We have a disease. We have a an enemy. We have, a, we have something happening. We have taxes. We have the other guy made us with all these taxes. And, and like Joe Biden's doing with uh, inflation and screwing up the economy. And the next guy that gets elected, whether it's the orange guy or somebody else, will have all the solutions for you. But to get those solutions, he's going to take away a little bit more of your freedoms. You're going to have to give something up for it. And then you know that he's nefarious and that he's part of the scheme. Okay. So, so that's what it is. You create a problem, you introduce it to the masses, you get them all afraid. Look out, be afraid. This big problem, Russia, Russia's invading Ukraine. We have to support Ukraine. Hurry up, support Ukraine. Why? Give money to Ukraine. Why? They don't tell you why because all they're losing money there because all our government has all kinds of fucking, they're oligarchs that own the fucking oligarchs that, that Russia's attacking. Oh, no. Oh, no. Right. Create the problem. Give them a solution because they give you something. They give up some of their freedom and then you give them a solution you had all along. Okay, I looked up. I looked up Lord, Lord God Fauci and Lord God Fauci before. Before the C word was anything. He wanted to work on a cure for it and he tried to patent it. You can look this up. Tried to tried to patent and get money to investigate his patent and create a serum for something that wasn't supposedly invented yet. That didn't happen already, quote unquote, finger quotes in the air, in nature yet. Why would he have a fathom, an inkling of a possibility? of something like the C word, like the coop was going to be invented in two years. And that he wanted to have work on the cure for something that wasn't even something yet that they're claiming they didn't create that happened naturally in nature in less than 20 years. And no one, no, nothing like that's ever happened before, unless it's been introduced by humans. Just saying, you can look that up. And then they said, well, no, you can't work on a vaccine for something that's not there. And so he got denied. Two years before there was a thing and before they even named it, he wanted to work on a cure for it. Why? Because he owns stock in a pharmaceutical company. Uh-oh. And his pharmaceutical company, uh-oh, it's one of the pharmaceutical companies that, uh-oh, made the cure. Not kidding. Okay. It's 630. I got to go. My mother, I think, has decided to go to bed again. <laughs> you guys have a great night. I'll talk to you on Wednesday on Skull Island, unless I go on to somebody else's show in between. Um, actually, no, I will be this, this weekend. I apologize. This Sunday... What I had uh, said on uh, the, uh, like, whatever, how many days, 20-day uh, um, uh, uh, webinar that Omar put on, Watchers Talk, on Sunday at 4 p.m. I have that on my calendar. Let me look at that. I'll tell you exactly. That's going to be aired for you guys to see. 
because we're going to be talking about it on Monday. Okay. So let me look at my calendar and give you guys what I'm going to be doing uh, because I put it on the, on my calendar. So uh, let's see. So here we are on the 1st of April. And this is not an April Fool's prank. On the 3rd of April, which is Sunday, at it looks like 1 p.m. At 1 p.m. Uh, West Coast America time, uh, my hour uh, presentation that I did uh, uh, last earlier this month on the 12th, or earlier last month on the 12th of March, will be aired. Today's Friday. So on Sunday the 3rd, that will be aired. On Monday the 4th, I will be going live uh, on air on Watchers Talk at 1 p.m. to talk about uh, what what it is that I'm, uh, you know, what I meant uh, by what I was talking about and to discuss that uh, uh, with uh, Omar and the crowd. So I will be uh, so I will be on the air on Sunday. Uh, I'll be there watching it. So go to Watchers Talk on uh, on YouTube. Uh, or, and then try watchers, I think watcherstalk.com uh, and take a look and that'll be aired. That'll be what I had done on their webinar on March 12th. And then on the next day, which is Monday at 1 p.m. West Coast America time, I will be live on Watchers Talk discussing uh, what I talked about on um, the webinar uh, that first aired on the 12th of March. Uh, my presentation did anyways because he had like 11 or 12 days of, pre of presenters and he's going back now and he's interviewing all of them uh one by one talking about what they're talking about so you guys could catch me there then i'll be on the air again on wednesday and then on the air again next friday so you guys have a good night uh namaste and um peace be with you all right i'll see you guys later